Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, Kate Walker and Jay? All is well, all is well. Good to be back. Looking forward to a great one. Yeah, everything's good, Britt. I, I saw you hitting a few moves there off off camera there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good beat. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I might have I might have a new job in my future that I'm unaware of right now. Maybe I could be a producer. Hey, Snoop Dogg. Uh, uh, actually, I got to go with some younger people, don't I? Kendrick yeah. Lamar, Beyonce, uh, you know, all Alicia Keys, you, you still out there. A couple other, call me. Y'all, y'all got me. Call me. Say call me. <laughs> or hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is on here. So hit me up on Instagram. How about that? <laughs> I can, I can do a beat or two for you. But what's going on, K Walk? All is well, all is well. Looking forward to a great one. Looking, I see Jay went home and picked up some some of his uh, paraphernalia in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, there, I tried. I said, you know, I gotta, I gotta put something up, man, instead of just a picture of my kids. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picked up a couple items. Oh well, what's the football say? Come just on, a couple you want... game? Just a couple of game balls, you know. So uh, what was? Exactly. Not, so gonna, just a couple of game balls. Right, if you're gonna put it, if you're gonna put it up there, then then, then show us what it is, and then the no, trophy. it's one of them. One, the trophy, the trophy is oh, that's um, the same that's one from high school. Was. That that's yeah, Burlington okay. County Player of the Year high school trophy. Yeah, he the edged me out balls, on that one. The game balls are just, uh, I think, ones from Purdue and ones from a Rutgers game. Nothing special. Rose Bowl plaque back there, though. I do like that one. That's yeah. that undefeated Rose Bowl team. So that, that's a good one. So just a few items, Britt. Not, nothing too special. Still the Hi. best team to never win a national championship. In <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You won in your hearts if that matters. I don't know if that matters, but. Not really. Just, no, <laughs> no, no matter. I, I, tried, I tried to help you out a little bit. <laughs> don't I to help you out a little bit. All right, guys. You ready to talk some sports? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. I know this was not in the topics, but I've recently seen this. And because football is, I believe, 50-something days away, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. I'm not exactly sure, but it's coming soon. I know training camp's only a couple weeks away. And with the new NFL season, Jay's former team, current team, I don't know if he's still going to claim this team. <laughs> I'm not sure yet, but he'll let us know in a few weeks. Um quarterback Dak Prescott who is I believe entering age 30 this season or he is already 30 is there a sense of urgency for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys to get it done this <clears throat> season and do you think they can <clears throat> K-Walk I'm gonna come to you first we're gonna save Jay for last <laughs> uh yeah definitely it's always a sense of urgency anytime uh the quarterback is on whoever the quarterback may be Dak Prescott Tony Romo uh, just to go back a little bit yeah, it's definitely a sense of urgency. I think that especially the last two years, the way they went out, um, you know, a couple of plays, you know, away, especially Dak, you know, two interceptions um, in that in the uh, in the uh, was the uh, divisional round against my 49ers. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think. I mean, it's America's team. We talk about Jerry Jones. Um, they're always expected every year. We hear it from the Cowboy fans. It's mm-hmm. it's their year to go to the Super Bowl and, and win it. So yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely think there's a, a lot of uh, pressure there, a lot of urgency there for sure. Each and every season, not just this season, but for sure this year, especially with Dak getting older uh, um, for sure. And then can they do it? 
I think they can do it, but will they do it? I think is the real question yeah. that, you know, I don't think they will do it, but they definitely can do it because they always have the pieces, but for some reason or another, it's just from the neck up. They just stir a wreck up. Uh, you know what I mean? A wreck up from the neck up. So I don't know what it is about that. So, uh, but yeah, they can do it, but I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. do. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a sense of urgency. I mean, that's like football is technically a sense of urgency. You only have what six, well, what is it, 17 games? 17 games now, right? 18 mm -hmm. weeks, 17 games in the season mm -hmm. now. Um, so every game technically counts. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it's like they could be a great regular season football team. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but when it comes to the playoff time. It, it, it just doesn't click. It doesn't click. So, yes, it's a sense of urgency. I think not just for the Cowboys, but for Dak Prescott. I'm curious to know they haven't extended yet. Will they extend them or is this it? Was this his last chance um, to make it happen with the Cowboys or Jerry Jones? You know, Jerry Jones is a big loyalty guy. If he likes the guy, he's going to stick with him. But is he tired? Is, is he starting to get to the point like, this kid is starting to irritate me, starting to get on my nerves. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Can they do it? Yes, they can do it. I agree with K-Walk. Will they do it? We don't know. <laughs> it blows up in their face every single year. And they talk a lot. They talk a whole yeah. lot every single year. And can <clears throat> never get it done. But, Jag, this was your team. Is your team. We don't know yet. <clears throat> Let us know in a couple of weeks. What are your thoughts? Is it a sense of urgency for Dak Prescott? Look, I think anytime you're America's team, there's always going to be urgency. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think there's any question about that. And I think if you're the quarterback of America's team, yes, there's urgency, right? So I, I agree with you guys. There's absolutely urgency for the Cowboys to get it done. And Britt, partly to your point, because it's talked about so much every year, you hear Dallas fans and players, general managers, owners, this is our year. Mm -hmm. Every year it's their year. And, and it, what, what are they pushing 30 years since they've actually gotten it done? So I definitely think there's a sense of urgency. Now, will they do it? I, I don't think so. Um, it's funny. We were just talking about this when I was at, at home last week. You guys know my brothers are Cowboys fans, and I, I told them, I said, I, I think they're going to be really good, but I think the Eagles and the 49ers are going to be better. So I don't see them getting out of the NFC. So I think they'll have another good year, but I think the playoffs will, will be a, a time of disappointment. They have a good roster. Mm -hmm. I just don't think their roster is better than those other two teams in the NFC. And sadly now, to say, and sadly to say, the, the Cowboys actually won a Super Bowl more recent than the 49ers have. And that's the scary <laughs> part about it. You know, there's just the cow, there's like the 49ers have just been to, to two recently, but yeah, it's, it's sad yeah. to say that though, really. But 49ers yeah, and, don't go ahead, go ahead, Jack. Right. Yeah, I think we were gonna say the same thing, Britt, too. I, I don't think the 49ers don't kind of you know no. carry that arrogance or whatever you want to call it <laughs> right and i think that helps them kind of fly yeah. under the radar from that standpoint where cowboys are always out in front of it yeah the the i was going to say the same thing 49ers they don't talk that way they just try to go in and do what they're supposed to cowboys and really the cowboys fan they talk so much it's kind of like and i don't know if i should make this analogy this might be too soon or maybe it's not it's kind of like when trump makes a promise or he says he's going to do something, and you look at him like, now you know you what you trying to gaslight all of us. 
that's basically what Cowboys and Cowboys fan are. They're like Trump 2.0 trying to yeah, gaslight the world. No, it ain't happening. Not over here. Not over and here. And you know what's funny, Britt, is the Cowboys fans feel the same way about Eagles fans. Because I, I had that conversation too. They were telling me, you know, Eagles fans, they just talk so much. Like, it, it, it's it's funny the, mm-hmm. the perspective of Cowboys fans. They don't look at themselves as the talkers. They look at the Eagles fans as the ones that do all the talking. So here's the thing. We talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> let's, be, let's get that correct. Let's get that very correct. We don't talk about... Every yeah. other team on the world, I mean, unless it was like Tom Brady, the Patriots, so that's a different story. But we talk about the Cowboys, so we want to make that very Cowboys. clear. Yeah. <laughs> we talk yeah. bad about trash talk, all that about the Cowboys, because that's just a team we don't like. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's switch gears back to basketball, because um, this has been an ongoing thing, and apparently by the GM, what he says, it may continue to go on. The Blazers GM, can't remember his first name, I think it's Cronin, I believe it's his last name, says that the trade, if it takes months, it takes months. That's basically what he basically said. So I have to ask you guys, do you, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this, do the Blazers um, own, I'm sorry, owe Dame, do they owe, owe Dame to trade him where he wants to go? Or is it in their best nature i guess you could say to make sure they do what is best for the organization jay i'm gonna come to you first i think it's got to be the the second part Britt. they have to Mm -hmm. do what's best for the organization um the general manager i mean if he wants to keep his job right i mean he's got to do what's best going forward i get it the loyalty factor people say they owe it to dame to put him in a good spot I don't know. I struggle with that a little bit because it's not like Dame hasn't been getting paid a whole lot of money to play basketball for the Portland Trailblazers. He doesn't have a no trade clause in his contract. He's the one that wants out of there. I think Portland's got to look at their interests and say, what is best for us as an organization going forward? And if they can't get the kind of package that they want for Dame, then I don't think you do it just to appease him. So I don't think that, I mean, I I get it from a respect standpoint. Hey, we don't want to just ship this guy off anywhere. But at the same time, I think first and foremost, they need to be thinking about the organization and what it's going to look like in the future and not just let Dame walk out the door and not really get anything back for it. Yeah. um, Look, I'm I'm always on the player side because, look, they're billionaires. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so yeah. I don't like to be on the ownership side a lot of times. I know, I do, although sometimes I will say it may sound like I'm on the ownership, ownership side. No, I, I do believe in good business. If you want to be a business owner, I believe in some good business, right? But I'm always on the player's uh, side. I think in this situation, I agree with everything that you said, Jay. Um, I think they paid him millions and millions of dollars. They gave him the super max contract. Um I know they got to the what Western Conference Finals one time during his career there. Um, so I don't really think they owe him but so much. They paid you for your play, right? Yeah. Um, there's a reason why he wanted to stay. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to bring a, a championship to the city of Portland. His fans clearly loved him. The organization loved him. He loves the organization and the fans. Um, but I do believe the organization has to do what's in the best interest 
of that organization for the future. You don't want to just trade him for just anything and then that puts you behind. Although once you trade Dane, you are kind of rebuilding a little bit, but you don't want to be too far behind, basically. You still want to yeah. be able to have pieces in the future, some good quality talent, um, and stay afloat until you're able to get that big piece to tie it all together. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts? I know he wants to go to your team, the Heat. <laughs> I know you want him there. But what are your thoughts on this situation? Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at it from a from a Heat uh, fan standpoint. I think they do owe it to him, to be honest with you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he did give them the opportunity. He said, listen, I'm going to stay here. If you bring veterans around me and you bring guys in here that you're going to show me that you're committed to win now, then yes, I'll stay and I'll be a part of this organization and I'll continue to give me my give you my loyalty. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They went out and drafted Scoot Henderson. They did resign Grant um, and they brought some young other young guys in there. So they didn't prove that team uh, for now. They improved it for the future. And Dame's what in his eleventh year. So the time the the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the Dame time is almost over, and he knows that, and he wants to go to a wedding as an organization. And he gave them the opportunity. He gave them every opportunity to say, listen, bring some guys in here. You know, go make a trade here. Go make a trade here. Bring some guys in here, and let's show, show me that you want to win now. They didn't do that, so he showed his loyalty. So why why wouldn't they give him – why wouldn't they ship him to some – not ship him. Let me rephrase that. Why wouldn't they trade him to somewhere that, you know, he wants to be? And I think he's earned that. He's shown his loyalty mm -hmm. for 11 years. You guys said he he they paid him to Max. No, he earned that, Max, because of the fact of the matter of his play, his loyalty and, th loyalty and things of that nature. So I, I think they – they do owe it to, to give him, um, you know, to to accommodate him and let him go where he wants to go. I know I'm sounding like a Miami Heat fan, but even if it wasn't Miami Heat, I would still mm -hmm. say that. And on on, uh, on the other end, but yeah, they do have. I do get the ask. I do get the the. Um, I do get the point of them trying to improve their organization. At the end of the day, it is a business. And if you're a business mm -hmm. person, like you alluded to, uh, Britt, um, you got to have to be, you got to have to take care of your business the best way you possibly can, whether it be now or for the future. Mm -hmm. And I know that they want to get the best uh, from Dane, but I, uh, but to answer your question, I do believe they do owe it to him because he showed nothing but loyalty up until this point. Yeah, I you know that's a good point, K Walk, and I I, I guess I'm okay with them kind of sending him where he would like to go, but I just think it has to make sense from right. like a deal standpoint, right? Like I don't want to send you somewhere if I'm if I'm getting nothing back, you know? Right. Like I I want to work with you. We've got this great right. relationship. I want to work with you, but I don't want to put my team in a bad position just to get you where you want to go right so that that's that's kind of the way i i see it yeah i'm i'm, I'm similar in that way and and k-walk out of everything you you just said to all my former employees you hear that <laughs> i earned it <laughs> <laughs> you heard that you I, like, like that one. I love y'all i love y'all <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, man, see, us regular folks, we can't talk like yeah. that, can we? Uh -huh. no, absolutely it's not. Very, very interesting, not. huh? Very we interesting. Trade. We can, we, you uh, can go wherever you want to go. <laughs> like, it won't be called a trade now, really. Right? It might be called a big F I R E D. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's your, for your spelling. Yeah, spelling your key, <laughs> there you go. 
trade your key card just, in for your employment status. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Um, all right, guys, let's move on <laughs> before I get a phone call later. No, I'm just <laughs> um, let's move on. So it's another team here, uh, the Chicago Bulls. So there's been rumblings that the Bulls had Zach Levine trade talks with the Philadelphia 76ers and the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right off the bat, this is the guy I've been wedding, wanting all offseason. Look, I love Damian Lillard, but I just want Zach Levine for obvious reasons, of course. Um, what are your thoughts on this particular – and it's only preliminary trade talks, so it's nothing right. set in stone. What team do you think he will fit best with? And, um, yeah, what team do you think he will fit best with? Jamal comes to you first. Yeah, look, I think he'd obviously be good on the Sixers. I think they could mm-hmm. definitely use a guy like him. He would fit that roster really well. Why? But I, I don't know. Like, uh, if I'm just thinking about the Bulls, like, why do they want to get rid of Zach Levine? Like, I mean, Lonzo Ball is probably not going to play all year. I mean, are they just again, thinking right? we're going to rebuild? Like, I'm not so sure I would be – in a hurry to trade We're not him. Question that. Let's let's but just have I, him trade him. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you, Britt. I think like Philly could. I mean, absolutely use him. Like we know, there's going to be some teams in the East that are going to be really good, right? Boston, Milwaukee, mm. Miami, Philly. Like those are the big four. So if you can add a guy like Zach Levine to that Philly roster, playing with Joel Embiid, Tyrese mm. Maxey, we'll see what happens with Harden. I mean that. That's obviously a team that would be ready to challenge for the East. So, yeah, I mean, I think Philly would be great. But if I'm Chicago, I might want to pump the brakes on that one a little bit. Well, so, K-Rock, before I come to you, so, Mm -hmm. Jay, speaking, do do you have any thoughts on maybe why they could potentially be ready to trade them or – the only thing I can think of, I, I don't even know, like, is, if, is his contract almost up? Like maybe if he's getting to the end and they think he's going to leave anyway and they're like, well, maybe we need to move him now before he just walks out the door. Or unless, you know, with Lonzo being out there thinking, look, we're going to be in like a total rebuild situation and we're starting over. Right. Um, so other other than those two things, I, I, I'm not sure why, unless he's unhappy. I mean, maybe he's just unhappy and, and he's ready to mm-hmm. get out of there. So could be a multitude of things, but I'm not really sure. I know he's a good player. Um, yeah. You know, guys like that aren't easy to find. So when you get one, right. you know, I think you need to try to hold on to him if you can. So his contract isn't up until 2026-27, actually 2025-26, because at the age of 31, he has a player option. Okay. So, okay. Um, so that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. But K-Walk, your thoughts. Which team do you think he could fit better with? Um, do you, any of them? Or is maybe there's a different team in mind? Better not say I, Miami Heat, because y'all going after Dame. No. Nah, go ahead. Nah, I mean, he would be a great <laughs> second option if we can't land, land Dame. But I think he's <laughs> – He's the type of player that you can pr- pretty much plug and play him um, almost anywhere, almost not everywhere, yeah. but almost anywhere. But um, just talking about the teams, I, I was thinking the Sixers is a good fit for mm-hmm. him. Um, obviously Miami. Um, I'm trying to think who else in the East. I, I don't think they will ship him anywhere else in the East unless, you know, some team comes out of, you know, comes out of mm-hmm. nowhere and offers something big. But um I think the West is pretty much stacked. I think the West pretty much has have what they want um, and on their roster for now. But I, I I think the best fit right now is either the 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 uh, the Sixers or the Heat uh, for mm-hmm. sure because obviously they're looking 
you know, to obviously the Heat are looking for another score. He'll be a great addition there. Mm -hmm. And obviously the Sixers are looking to possibly move on to James Harden or from what I'm hearing today, James Harden reiterated the fact that he wants a trade. So, um, yeah, I, I think that would be a good fit, you know, right? <laughs> be a good fit. I think it would be a good combination, him at the two. And, again, I still – I don't know why I keep thinking Tyrese Maxey is a one, but you say he's a two, so I'll, uh, you, I, I trust your judgment there. You're more of a fan there. But I still think he'll fit in uh, well mm -hmm. nonetheless. So I'll say those teams. I'll say the Heat, the Sixers, and – um. Maybe the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks have a – Yeah, no, they have a couple of young guys mm -hmm. there. I mean, they just they just signed a young kid from uh, – I forget where he's from. They reunited that Villanova squad with Jalen Brunson, uh, Hart, and then uh, I keep forgetting the young kid's name that they just signed. But, um, yeah, I mean, those are the two teams that really stand out. And I think that mm – -hmm. I don't know if he has a no-trade clause. I know you looked at his, uh, his contract. I don't know if it states if he has a no-trade clause or not to see if he can, uh, you know, dictate where he goes or control where he goes. But um, I like those two teams for sure. Yeah, um, as a Sixers fan, but just not just as a fan, um, I would love Zach Levine with Philadelphia. It makes I, sense. I really, it makes, I really sense. it makes so much sense. You know, um, he can he has the ability to play the one, um, you know, but he or to be a ball handler. I don't want to say the one. It's a little awkward, I guess, nowadays to be a ball handler. But he can also play that small forward position as well. Um, so he could play like the one, two, or the three, which works great with uh, Tyrese Maxey. I think he could be great in pick and rolls with um, Joel Embiid. I know that's a big thing that people like to talk about. He's yeah. another one, along with Damian Lillard, along with a James Harden, when James Harden mentally wants to be into something. Um, <laughs> uh, all he has to do is get effort. And man, what the, where this team could have gone. But anyway, um, uh I just think he's younger than Dane. That's what I like most. He's only 28 years old. I think 27, 28 years old, something like that. Um, he's not as afraid to shoot the ball like Ben Simmons was. He's, he'll shoot it from all three levels. He's capable of shooting it from all three levels, and he's one heck of an athlete. I think him and his Nick Nurse offense will do wonders. Like I just think he'll help to elevate the offense with the Joel Embiid, with the Tyrese Maxey. And this also means you do not have to trade Tyrese Maxey. Everybody's right. talking about Damian Lillard. I know there was reports that that trade could have been done if the Sixers were willing to trade De uh, Tyrese Maxey, yada, yada. They don't want to trade Tyrese Maxey. I kind of understand why they wouldn't want to <laughs> trade Tyrese Maxey. Going for Zach Levine, I don't think you will have to trade the Tyrese Maxey. Um, so I just think it just makes sense if the Bulls are looking to trade him, which it sounds like they are. Zach Levine sounds like he's interested potentially in the trade. I don't see a fit in with the Blazers. I think they just have too many guards as it is. Um, you just signed Scoot or uh, drafted Scoot Henderson. You still have mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Simons, um, Sheldon Sharp, or I, I forgot the other kid's name. Mm -hmm. um, they're guard heavy, yeah. <laughs> so they're very, very guard heavy. So I don't see how Zach Levine will want to fit in that, even if he will want to go into a situation where he's like, we're not ready to contend just yet. So I'm not even sure if people want to go there. But again, same with Demon Lillard. They have no control because neither one of them have trade. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Wasn't sure about Zach Levine. A no, no trade, trade clause. clause. Right. Right. <clears throat> a no trade clause. So it's very um, intriguing to me how who just had a no trade clause. I forgot who just had one. Bradley, Bradley Bill. Bill. 
Right, very right, intriguing right. how he got a no trade clause, right? but these guys don't. <laughs> Not only that, <laughs> yeah, they hey. control who they who they picked. I mean, who they traded yeah. too. That was that was right. weird. Yeah, that, that was very very yeah. awkward. But hey, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, but we'll see what happens. This is going to be an interesting um, off season. But same thing with the 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 Portland Trail Blazers. It might take months, unfortunately. So we may not see or hear anything until October or even February, which we all hope that does not happen. Sure. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the Bulls or anything? No, nah, I don't think nah. so. They're, yeah, they're gonna be not. they're gonna be irrelevant, I think. Yeah, so. especially with, with Ball being, <laughs> yeah, especially with Ball being, oh. out. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, um, Lonzo Ball. I noticed again, this wasn't on our topics to talk about, but apparently he might be out. I guess he is going to be out for the year again, and they're not even sure if he'll ever be able to play basketball again. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys, that's, you have any scary. thoughts on that, Jay? K-Walk? It's it's rough. I mean, it's yeah. it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. It's just rough. I mean, it's a huge disappointment for the Bulls because I think Lonzo when healthy is a pretty good player, right? right? I don't think he's ever was ever going to rise to superstar status or anything like that. He's a, a good basketball player, so mm-hmm. I think it hurts the Bulls. And for him, I mean, he's young. He hasn't been in the league that long. So to potentially be looking at like a career ending injury. Yeah. Yeah, that that's 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 tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I agree with Jay there. Sorry, Britt. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't here, I, I knew he had an injury. I didn't think it, I, I don't think anyone knew it was as this severe. Um, but it's sad to see him because, like Jay said, uh, I, th- I definitely think he was uh, serviceable. I, you know, I think him and mm-hmm. Zach Levine and and that and that that group they worked well together. I mean, again, they weren't you know a contender or anything like that, but they would make you work. You had to bring your A game or your B plus game, if you will. Um, night in and night out um, mm-hmm. if you wanted to beat those guys. They, they weren't going to make it easy for you by any stretch, but hopefully we can see him back on the court sooner than later. Yeah, because he, he definitely – he's a talented player. Like we say, he's yeah. not like this all superstar type caliber player, but he's at least, to me, an all-star type of player or a low-level all-star type of player. Yeah. Um, and it's just unfortunate that he has to go through this, but hopefully he can recover You know, within a year – Things go well for them, and then they could kind of get that team flowing again if they even have the same team. They, I think they extended Lucevic, but they're looking to trade Zach Levine and potentially DeMar DeRozan as well. So it's going to be interesting. This, this, it's going to be interesting with the Chicago Bulls. So that's a team we definitely going to have to keep an eye out on. All right, guys, we're going to head into our first break. Um, and then when we come back, I want to ask you guys if this particular quarterback is a Hall of Famer because this is interesting. And I think I forgot to tell you which quarterback it was, but I'm pretty sure you guys <laughs> could <right>. guess <laughs> who the quarterback I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> but, guys, before we go on break, please check us out. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment right here on um, YouTube. <clears throat> We're on YouTube at uh, The Sideline Speaks. We're also on Twitch. We also are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. And please follow us on Twitter. Trying to determine if we're going to set up a thread. <laughs> You guys got thread. I got a thread now. I, I got a thread. I just so. got one like okay, two days I ago. I, I, so, I got to yeah. step my game up. I got to step my thread game up. It's, it's easy to set up. They'll okay. just take it from your Instagram and move everything right over. So it's simple to oh, set okay. up. All, but right. all right, guys. You guys are watching The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. 
Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. All right, guys, so let's jump right into it, switch gears back to the NFL. And it's been a lot of talk lately about this early retired former NFL quarterback, Andrew Luck, and whether or not he is a future Hall of Famer. What are your guys' thoughts on this? K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, no, I don't I don't think he is, uh, to be honest with you. I know, you know, what he's done in that small period of time was it was OK. I don't think he did enough, in my opinion, to earn um, Hall of Fame status to get that yellow jacket, um, especially with the likes of the quarterbacks that, that are currently in there and, you know, who currently uh, are going I mean, who are going to be in the future. And I'm talking about one uh, TB12. I don't see him being on the level of light of these guys, man. I just don't see. I just don't think he played long enough. Um, I understand that, you know, it was due to injury or due to health. He was concerned about his health. I get all that. Um, but I just don't think he did enough um, uh, on the field. There were no big numbers that stood out. Um, he didn't lead his team uh, to any big, um, you know, accomplishments, any playoff wins. Mm-hmm. So I think he might have. I'm not quite sure. But nonetheless, if he did have any, they weren't significant. It didn't, it didn't take him too far. Um, to be honest with you, for him to be noticed. So I say no to Andrew Luck. I know we're getting at the point in, in NFL where we're starting to run out of players to get in the NFL, <laughs> but, and you got to throw somebody in there. But, um, yeah, Andrew Luck, in my opinion, is not a uh, Hall of Famer. He's not a first ballot. He's not a mm-hmm. second ballot. He's not a third ballot. Um, unless you just wait on down the line and you just run out of people completely, you could throw them in there. But I don't see him being in there at all. I don't think he he deserves it. Yeah, it's interesting that it seems like the NFL Hall of Fame is starting to become the basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, just don't anybody yeah, in there. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's very interesting. But, Jay, what are your thoughts? Do you think former NFL quarterback Angela is a future Hall of Famer? You know, I, I was just trying to look at some of his stats. Like he's thrown for four, over 4,000 yards three times. Best year, he threw for 4,740 touchdown passes. So he's had some some good years. Had a bunch of like 11 win teams a few times. But I, I think I agree with K-Walk. I, I, I think the Hall of Fame really needs to try to be as exclusive as possible, right? Yeah. You, you don't want it to be the Hall of really good, even the Hall of great. Like you, you want the guys in there to yeah. really be people that you couldn't tell the story of the NFL without them. Now, right. I know to you, to your guys' point, they, it seems like now that door is starting to swing a little bit wider open. Yeah. But I, I, I would say, look, if there's a year where you don't really have anyone, don't do it. You don't know, do like it. keep it Make exclusive. So. No, Britt. I'm going to say no to Andrew Luck. Really good player. Didn't play long enough. Mm-hmm. And and to K-Walk's point, like no Super Bowl, not, not, no significant playoff wins, nothing that really knocks your socks off. So I'm going to say no to Andrew Luck. You know what? I do not think. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, I, Brett, you almost lost me, Brett. You almost lost me. <laughs> 
no um <laughs> look he was talented he was very very talented um but the injury was a big factor in his career that's the reason why he had to leave for early retirement was due to injury and i agree with you guys he just didn't play long enough he made play seven eight seasons max in a couple of those seasons he was injury exactly. um, incredible stats during the you know six or seven seasons that he played fully throughout the year um but i'm agreeing it's just not enough you know when you're comparing it to guys like who's who's another guy out there that's not in the hall of fame didn't when touch uh super bowl donovan McNabb, for instance and he's a big question mark on whether or not he should be in the uh, in the hall of fame yeah and he's accomplished a lot as well yeah. he's been to a lot of that's nfc championships yeah. so if you're not looking to put him in i don't think you should be able to put no. you shouldn't put no. Andrew Luck in for sure. So kudos to him. He had an incredible short career. And I shouldn't say short, but pension. it was short. He got his pension. Right. He got his money. He got his pension. <laughs> um, and he's able to do other things outside of sports, which I'm pretty sure he'll excel at. And I, we wish him the best. But Hall of yeah, Fame, sure. I don't think. No. I just let, let me ask. I just thought of this, though. I don't mean to throw the show off. But Mike Vick, is he going to mm-hmm. be in the Hall of Fame? Wow, Jay. That's... The Brit wow. mentioned McNabb, and I'm like, that's yeah. a good one. Then I start thinking, and Mike, Mike Vick, Vick is another one. Is yeah. he? Could he? I know. I mean, I, I see voters might try yeah. to get funny because of some of the off the field stuff. Right. But on the field, man, it, it's hard to deny what he did, you know? Yeah. I don't I think, love, I think, go ahead, Brit. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think if he gets in, it'll be like his last two years that he's eligible for the Hall of Fame. I, I really do. Because I love Mike Vick. I was a huge Mike Vick fan, not even before he was with the Eagles, before all that dog yeah. stuff when people killed him. When he was with the Falcons, he was lights out. I loved him. There's a reason why they got a whole commercial about the Mike Vick experience. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite commercials, of course. Um, he was he was just lights out. But yeah, it's tough. I, I don't Looking know at his numbers, account. Andrew Luck has more passing yards and more touchdowns than Mike Total? Vick. Yeah, total. Oh, he kind of made up for that rushing yards. He kind of made up for that rushing yards. Right, true. Um, but, yeah, if McNabb doesn't get in, I don't think Mike Vick gets yeah. At least McNabb got to a Super Bowl. I don't think uh, you know, Vick didn't. So, uh, yeah. So, if McNabb doesn't get in, I don't think Vick gets in. That yeah. was, that but was I, I don't I don't think he does, Jay. I don't but I don't think he gets in, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think he will either. I don't think he gets yeah, in. Yeah, I don't like I said, if he does, it'll be like his last year he's eligible. Last two years he's eligible to get in. All right, guys, let's switch gears. Um, because I just want to shout her out primarily because she had a crazy previous couple years, maybe last season. Um, I don't know if it went to the season prior before, got a lot of criticism, people were getting on her. Uh, a lot clearly her mental you know just wasn't there she admitted she has admitted to that her mental just wasn't there but she's in a much different state and you can see it on the track now shikari richardson in the u.s natural national championships in oregon she wins the 100 meter <clears throat> final so she is the u.s champion for that and she plays second in the 200 meters but she makes the 100 meter and 200 meter team for the world championship in Budapest, um, which is in, I think, about 
three to four weeks. What are your thoughts on Shikari Richardson and just how she overcame all that she was going through? Jam, I'll come to you first. Look, it's a great turnaround because I, I remember when she was kind of going through it, I was just wondering, like, is she ever going to be able to, like, really pull it back together? Mm-hmm. She came back this season in great shape. I mean, she looks phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. lean. She's muscular. So she's in great condition <clears throat> and she's running really fast. So I think you just, she deserves all the credit in the world for getting it back together, getting back on track, putting the work in, and then coming out and performing. So hats off to her. I think she's done a great job. I'm hoping she can continue it at the World Championships. I mean, it's going to be tough, obviously, when, when you're on the world stage. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's um, you know anything negative anyone can say about the way that she's turned everything around in the last year. So just congrats to her. She's been great. Yeah, as you guys know, Shakari Richardson is my girl. She's been my girl, and I've been sticking up for her for the last year, even when she was going through it. I was like, I believe in redemption, and I believe everybody, you know, goes through, has an opportunity to get a second chance, and this is her second chance, and she is not, <laughs> she is not giving up or letting her second chance go by. Um, I love how honest she is now. You know, I love how she comes to the media and she says, hey, I went through it. I had to fix myself mentally, emotionally, which impacted me physically. And my mind just wasn't right when it came time to to get on the field. And we've seen it last year. You know, if you've seen her a couple of years ago, you've seen how last year impacted <clears throat> her races um, or what she was going through impacted um, her and her races. So I'm happy. I'm proud of her. You know, I hope she could at least get the 100 meter. That 200 meter is going to be a little tough because Gabby Thomas. Yeah. Gabby looked good. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, good. I shouldn't say burnt her. It was close. It was <laughs> close. But when Shakari Richard came out that block fast, Gabby Thomas took the last 100. And that's, you know, due from being doing that 400 meter. You know, she got that strength at the end, that extra oomph that you need at the end. But it's going to be exciting world championships in a, in a few weeks at Budapest. It, it really is. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts? Yeah, if I had a wig on, I'd take it off and uh, you know, throw it out the way. You know what I mean? I yeah, man. Just, right. uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just happy for it uh, for sure, man. Because we thought, well, at least I thought, let me speak for myself here, is that, you know, after that whole thing with the marijuana situation mm-hmm. and then you see that she just wasn't right, she wasn't getting right, I thought she was kind of heading down that Ben Simmons type road, um, mm-hmm. if you will, that Ben Simmons uh, type lane, um, pun intended here, ladies and gentlemen. But... <laughs> She got it done. She, you know, she, 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 she got the help that she needed. Um, you know, hopefully some of these younger guys who are going through similar situations um, can, you know, follow her lead, if you will, reach out to her and say, you know, what did you do to get right again? You know, to get mm-hmm. back on track, especially if it was something from the, uh, from, from the, you know, from the neck up, um, because we all know that, you know, sports are not 90% played, you know, with, you know, from the shoulders up, but yeah, this hats off to her. She looked great. I watched her the other day. Um, she looked really good. That's why I said the wig, she threw that wig off and I was like, oh, okay, all right. She's, she means business. So yeah. So, um, yeah, just hats off to her. I'm glad um, she's able to bounce back, come back, and um, quiet the naysayers, if you will. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she can continue on track. Uh, again, pun intended. Continue on track and, uh, and and make some noise and go after that one and 200. Maybe she can – I don't know if she'll break the record, though, but, you know, she'll make a lot of noise in both the one and two. Um, I'm confident in that. It's funny you said that because they <laughs> said in years past, in practice, mm-hmm. she has – gotten close to um flow joe's record in wow. practice and i'm like if you could put that in competition 
that's going to be something something else because she is the fourth fastest. She has the fourth fastest time in the history of track and field ever in a hundred meter and women's, mm-hmm. and she's only what twenty two years old, something like that. So she's mm-hmm. very young, and she's only going to get stronger, um, which means she's only going to get faster. So right. yes, keep going, girl. I, you got my vote for sure. You got my vote. All right, guys, let's switch gears. Before I get to the ultimate goat, um, I want to throw something else out there <clears throat> because there's a lot of people saying that what uh, any team that has Damian Lillard is basically an automatic championship contender, if not winner. Are you convinced that any team that Damian Lillard gets traded to, of course, the teams that we are hearing, so I don't want to hear, you know, OKC or anything like that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the teams that we are hearing. So the Heat, the Sixers. Um, Clippers, I think the Clippers, the are, Clippers in are in there. Do you are you convinced that they are automatically championship contenders or winners? Jam come to you first. I I would definitely say contenders for sure, no Mm -hmm. question. Now, the thing about whether they can win it is what do you have to give up in order to get him? I I think that is a a huge part of this thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've kind of seen Phoenix go through it with getting KD, Mm -hmm. but losing all your depth. I don't know that that's really a winning formula. So, like, if you look at Philly, for example – I don't know that I would give up Tyrese Maxey for Dame. I, I, I think Dame is a better <clears throat> player, but Tyrese mm-hmm. Maxey is a lot younger, and his ceiling, I think, is really high. So mm-hmm. like, I, I think the big question, same thing with Miami, is like, what do I have to give up in order to get this guy? Because if it's just Dame and, and Jimmy Butler and Bam, like your big three, but you, you've lost a lot of depth. Is that enough mm-hmm. to win a championship? I don't know. So, Britt, I think wherever he goes out of the teams that we're talking about, they'll definitely be in the mix. But depending mm-hmm. on what they give up, we'll decide if they've got enough to actually win the championship. All right, because depth does play a huge part in winning games, and we've seen that in the last so many years with the Nuggets. And yeah. who's the last year? The Warriors, I think, won it last year. Their bench had a big uh, – played a huge part in that. But, K-Walk, what are your thoughts? Yeah, and not to mention the Heat. I mean, the Heat pretty much yeah. did it with their the bench. Heat. If you be honest yeah. with you, they were yeah. all bench players for the most part. Right. But, yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to say – I'm going to agree with uh, Jay here. I'm going to say they're, they're contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start with the, the Sixers. Yeah, it all depends on what they give up. I don't think you give up. I don't. I don't think you can give up Tyrese Max. I just think that's mm-hmm. the guy that you have to keep long term. Now, is that a deal breaker? That's that's the question. Do, do mm-hmm. they? Because I know that the Blazers said that they want at least four first round picks and two qualities. You know, two star like players. And Tyrese Max, he fits, uh, fits in that in that mold as far as being a star like player because he's uh, he's on the rise right now. So I don't think they give. I don't think they trade Dame to the Sixers without Tyrese Maxey. Now. Um, if they're able to do that, if they are able to do that, then I say yes, they'll be contenders uh, for uh, for sure. Um, uh, with the Heat, yeah, Jay mentioned exactly what I was going to say because they already lost mm-hmm. Gabe Vincent to L.A. They already lost Matt yeah. Struess to uh, to Cleveland. So, um, and then they, well, Cody Zeller. I mean, we can do without him, but um, nonetheless, they're still they were still role players, and they and they right. played their role very well. And that's how they yeah. got as far as they got. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's key. You put Dame in there. They're talking about Tyler Hero going and um, leaving there. And if you just bring those guys in that you mentioned, Jay, Bam, Dame, uh, uh, Jimmy Butler, 
uh, throw Caleb Martin in there, and then some mm-hmm. of the young guys, they're going to have to step up, but we don't really know what, you know, what they're going to be able to do. So I'll say contenders, not winners, though, for, uh, for sure, for those teams that we just mentioned. Yeah, I think I'm uh, going to make this unanimous, guys. I'm in agreement. You know, you just never know when it comes to winning a championship. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the uh, most unexpected team wins and sometimes the most obvious team wins, you know. So it's not guaranteed that anybody wins the championship, really. Contender, yes, I do believe they will be in the, in the mix. And that goes for the Heat. If Dane gets traded to the Heat, if he gets traded to the Sixers, if he gets traded to the Clippers, um, they will absolutely be – in the mix, but like Jay and K Walk both alluded to, bench. You yeah. need role players. You know, you could have Michael Jordan on your team, but Michael Jordan wouldn't have won if he didn't have great role players surrounding him. Now, granted, he was hard as heck on them <laughs> to make sure they yeah. were playing right. So that was the difference. <laughs> but the point is, you need quality role players and bench guys um, to really come in, understand their role, and effectively play their role so and that and that's huge and when you lose that now your main guys are playing too many minutes especially as they're getting older they're getting more tired injured load management (laughs) joel Embiid is the (laughs) primary example he plays too many minutes over the course of the season he's a bigger guy by time the playoffs come he done got another injury again so (laughs) um i gotta say it um so so you need that. And I'm in agreement. Much as I love Dame, I don't want to trade Tyrese Maxey for him. I, I really nah, don't. He's, he's an ascending player and a fast ascending player. Um, and I know some people are like, you're so dumb. It's Damian Lillard. But Tyrese Maxey's going to be a dog. Like, he's yeah, going I, to be a dog. I saw a stat on Maxey, like, that when Harden's out, he averages like 25 a game yeah. when Harden doesn't yeah. play. I mean, that's that's impressive, man. And the other thing about Dame, like, do you guys think Dame is worth four first-round picks? I mean, he's 32 no. years old. No, I, I, I don't mm-hmm. – for me, if I'm if I'm the GM for those other teams, I'm not giving up the farm to get Dame. Like, it's got to make sense. And I, I don't want to disparage him. I know he's a really good player, but he's getting older. Right. And I just don't know if it's worth, like, the future of the organization to get a good Dame Lillard for – two maybe three years mm-hmm. i wouldn't do it jay i think i think what it is with the portland trailblazers in a situation they fit that i feel like they're like a disgruntled spouse going through a divorce <laughs> right now they don't want to sign those papers and if they didn't want if you want me to sign these papers you got to give me the house i want the car i want the two yeah. dogs i want all that you know? right. you know, basically, i want it all that, that, you want know, to leave me it's gonna cost you. Yeah. You really want him that bad, and you know you can. This is what a, this is the action price. But yeah, I don't think he's worth all that. Jay. I really don't. Yeah. I think what also impacted this was that Rudy Gobert trade. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be real. The Minnesota Timberwolves messed up every future superstar trade there ever was. Everybody, because to yep. give to give the Jazz. And kudos to the Jazz. They finessed the mess out of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely finessed them. To give the Jazz five players and five picks was completely outrageous. Now Bradley Bill's getting 18 first-round pick swaps and four trades. and like It's it's getting out of hand. And Rudy Gobert, to me, is just an average guy. He's great defensively sometimes, depending on who he's going up against. But he can only defend the five. He doesn't defend one through four. So – 
he got finesse, and I think that's what's impacting the James Harden trade. Well, Darren Moore is a little stubborn anyway, but <laughs> that's what's impacting the Damian Lillard trade. That's what impacted the Kevin Durant trade. Um, these GMs are now trying to get more than what the Timberwolves yeah. got, you know, for Rudy Gobert, and they need to just cut that out. That was just a one in a lifetime thing yeah. that will probably never happen again. So, yeah. but we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting rest of the offseason. All right, guys, let's come to the ultimate goat because I got two of them. Um, surprisingly, I didn't fit any women in this. That's all right. That means next time I'm gonna do all women ultimate goats because we shine brighter than y'all. Just saying, <laughs> I said no what argue. I said. No, argument. I said what I said. Right, man. Tell why, did me have to be why did it have to be brighter, Britt? Why couldn't it I just know. be as bright? You had to go brighter. Oh, uh, yeah, because without, without us, where would y'all be? Nowhere, nowhere. Right, so we shine brighter. I can barely function over here. To be honest with you, so I'm not even going there. At the same time, you wouldn't be here neither. So I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so we we didn't get here, but just by you, I mean, need help too. Yeah, but you got here through the vessel of a woman, so I know you needed help, but you got here through the vessel. Without all that. Nine eight months plus the pushing. I'm talking like I had kids, but hey, I'm saying there's some guys out there paying some serious child support that makes the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, them guys, I wonder why they're paying child support. You probably did some, no, nah, I ain't gonna get nobody else's business. That's another conversation. All right, we, oh, we, ain't talk, we ain't bringing that into this, but we still shine brighter than y'all. All right, Yo. tell your wives and your daughters that. Dang. No argument right. from me. Yeah, because y'all do that's get the I, child support payment, so you're right. That's you're what right. I thought. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, if you if you True if you are if you're a rich female, it might go the other way. Facts. Okay. The support so may go other way. Equality, then. That's gonna like equality. Get that. All right, let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll leave that there. We'll, we'll pin that. We'll pin, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll pin, pin that. that one. All right, yeah, we'll you know that's gonna that start one. something like crazy right. out in the world. <laughs> But all right, let's get to the ultimate goal. So here's the first one, guys. We have Bo Jackson, NFL. I think he's a Hall of Famer, right? Is he an NFL Hall of Famer? Good question. Good question. I don't know. That is a good question. Well, even if he's it, not, even more of a reason why Andrew Luck should be. Right, he NFL. should be. But I'm saying he's an NFL Hall of Famer. Bo Jackson. I don't think he tennis, is. Tennis. Tennis great. Arthur Ashe. Track great. Right here from South Jersey, you guys know him, Carl Lewis. Mm-hmm. Boxing great Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather Jr. Who is your ultimate goal out of those four guys? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, I think, yeah, I think for me, I think for me, I think Floyd, like, I, I think because. I don't know. Floyd's just not my favorite. I mean, I don't know. It just I, I know he's really good. I know he's super talented. He's never lost all that stuff. So I'm not not taking anything away from him, but he's just never really done it for me. So I'm gonna put Floyd to the side. Um, Carl Lewis, phenomenal track athlete. Arthur Ashe, we talked about him a little bit before everything he's done. But for me, out of these four, it's just it's it's too hard to pick against Bo Jackson. I mean, what he did not only in football, but but baseball as well. Like you could you could make the argument, and it'd be a really good one that Bo Jackson is the best athlete 
in the history of sports. Like you could really make that argument. So for me, up against these other three guys, it's a, it's an easy win for Bo Jackson here. Good one. I think I'm not I'm not even gonna go next, but I'm gonna just for me, Floyd Money Mayweather, as talented as he is and as great he is, I just think he came up in the wrong era. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really anybody. think his competition just yeah, wasn't box anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that and yeah. that's what kind of eh, he came up in an easier yeah. era, in my opinion. Um, K-Walk, who you think is the awesome and goal? Yeah, I agree with with everything that Jay said here. And even when you bring with the, with Mayweather, he just doesn't do it for me. I, I don't like Mayweather at all. So this may sound like a biased answer to that. But um, as far as Mayweather, I mean, he didn't fight anybody like Britt said. And he waited too long. I think it was Pacquiao. He waited too long to fight Pacquiao, right. in my opinion. If he would have fought yeah. him early, I think it would have been a different outcome. But he probably knew that, too. But nonetheless, um, uh, I digress on that. Um, Arthur Ashe, I mean, um, just a great story all around. Uh, great tennis player. We we all know, you know, what he went through. Um, and who oh, Carl Lewis. Oh, man, God. Mm-hmm. I was watching some old school highlights the other day of Carl Lewis when, when he was younger, like I think it was 93 uh, Jay, right after we left high school and um, he just didn't look himself. And I'm like, he's, he's still, oh man. So that kind of hurt me there looking at him and in, in, in not in his prime, but I'm going to go with Jay. I'm going to go with Bo Jackson. I think Bo Jackson, like Jay said, arguably mm-hmm. the best player, uh, our best athlete of all time. You see what he did um, on the football field. You see what he did on the baseball field. And he just didn't, do it like Dion. Dion did it at a a, a a decent level, but he didn't do it at the level that Bo did, uh, that Bo Jackson did it. And if he didn't get hurt, man, it's, it's so he would have been the first half. He might have been in the Hall of Fame before he finished playing. Um, I'm being facetious there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but he was that great. He was really that great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Bo Jackson here. Huh. We all in agreement with Floyd Money Mayweather. I love Floyd Money Mayweather. Um, I love what he does for the community, he does a lot for the community. I know he talks a lot in the media, and but he does a lot of um, um, work in the community, which I can uh, appreciate. But he doesn't do it for me. He, he doesn't do it for me. When you think of the greats like Muhammad Ali and their competition, Mike Tyson and their competition, you know, Evander Holyfield, actually, they went against each other. You know, those Tommy Hearns, Hitman Hearns, Sugar like Ray. that Sugar yeah. Ray, Leonard, and Robinson. So, yeah. <laughs> I can go right. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, just and who they went up against is just yeah. like you fight night. I remember as a kid, fight night, everybody was at the house, mm-hmm. TV blaring, and everybody's eyes is glaring at the TV constantly. So, he doesn't do it for me. Um, Carl Lewis. Willemborough, Willemborough, great, went to Willemborough High School, great track star. Um, he's up there, but no, I'm not going to give him this one. You know what? I'm going to do it. I love Bo Jackson and what he has done in both sports. The athleticism out of this world. Oh, my goodness, is it out of, is it out of this world. Um, I think the injury is what got him. Well, it did get him. Let's, let's it be real. It. It, it did get him. And this is what got me. I think if he didn't get injured, he probably maybe could have won a big title on both sports. Might have been mm-hmm. one of the first to win it in both sports. But some of the plays that he made, his strength, his agility, um, that one, I could just see it now when he was playing baseball. And he, he ran up a wall. 
ran up the wall to catch the ball. Like, what is this, Bruce Leroy (laughs) running up the wall? Like, it was just like Bruce Leroy. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Um, but I gotta go different, guys. I gotta give it to Arthur Ashe. Um, Arthur Ashe is just an incredible athlete, an incredible tennis player, one of the greatest, in my opinion. 18 career titles, 18, Mm -hmm. not one, not two. Not three. Yes, I'm using the Miami Heat, LeBron. <laughs> he had 18. I don't even think they made it to 18 in that press conference, by the way. Um, nah. So, And everything that he went through. So I have to give it to Arthur Ashe. He was just the all-time tennis great. All right, guys. Second one. And then we head into break and Jay takes over. We have Mike Tyson. Usain Bolt. <clears throat> Barry <clears throat> Sanders. Oh, and this is a different one. Lance Armstrong. Ooh. Okay, well, why don't first. you go first on that one? Okay, man. Well, I'm, I'm all, right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, as soon as you said the first name, I, I completely ignored the other three. But um, no, no, but um, no, not all, all serious. Because uh, Barry, Barry was, was great. I think he's the greatest running back to ever play the game. Left the game a little early, a la Gail Sayers, um, for obvious reasons. Um, I just think he's the best I ever do it at his position. I just didn't see anyone else doing it the way mm-hmm. he did it. Um, so he's he's my goat when it comes to running backs. Um, Hussein Bolt, uh, good gracious. I mean, his bolt was, I mean, he had a name by name Bolt, man, and he ran like a lightning bolt. So um I, I still think we, you know, we saw guys a little different than him. Um Still, he's, Michael Johnson still stands out to me. I still think you could put him up there, arguably. I know the times may tell you something different. It's not like mm-hmm. basketball, baseball, you know, who had more home runs and things of that nature. Um, the other one was um, somebody tell you, so who's the, uh, the fourth Lance one? Armstrong. Um, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Yeah, see, Lance, I, I can't put Lance in this because Lance, Lance got caught with that stuff, man. So, um, yeah. I immediately, yeah, I immediately eliminated him because I don't know how many of those uh, Tour de France, uh, Francis, he won, you know, under the, you know, in the, mm. you know, under the, uh, you know, two of the PED. So we just know about the ones he got caught in. So I'm, I'm, I immediately eliminated him. So I'm, I'm going with my man Iron Mike. I seen, I never seen anyone dominate someone. You know, so many people in so many different ways. And it wasn't like, you know, like, you know, like we talked about um, uh, Money Mayweather, you know, he was fighting these guys, but he was fighting these guys and going the distance, you know, getting the points. He was beating them up, but Mike was destroying these guys 15 seconds. You know, a minute and twenty seconds, whatever the ninety seconds, whatever the whatever it is. You know, first round, second round. Mike was. I still argue today that Mike might have been the most dominant player of all time, not just this segment, mm-hmm. um, in his sport. It's it's an argument, ladies and gentlemen, that, that I that I've had. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I like the argument, but so I'm going this one. I'm going my <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson for sure. All right, Jay, I'm going to go next. Um, I love Barry Sanders. I love everybody, everything about Barry Sanders, but I'm going to make this quick and easy, guys. I got to go with Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Woo! Okay. As, and mind you, I was a kid, but I used to watch his fights. Now, he, mm-hmm. go, he couldn't beat the one guy, and it was probably, I don't know, for whatever. We all know he bit his ear off, but that was old. That's, that's old. That's old. <laughs> for whatever reason, I don't know why he couldn't beat Ben Holy. I know, right? Well, I don't know if it was at that time he was doing other things and he wasn't doing what he was supposed mm-hmm. to do. But prime Iron Mike Tyson, nobody was beating him. Mm-hmm. One hit 
and you hear boxers like you can hear them just go yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> from one hit and they even say this they say mike tyson it could be the uppercut the jab the the uh but it doesn't matter where he hits you it hurts so bad and you had to just stay in there as much as you possibly can and at times you just couldn't he was the only boxer who would just hit you and it was just like you know what it's just time for me to lay here and go to sleep like manny pacquiao <laughs> did during that one fight where he just yeah, got right. knocked the heck out mm-hmm. so i gotta go with my man iron mike tyson i gotta go iron mike tyson all right i gotta go with mike tyson <laughs> Ludicrous. Ludicrous. <laughs> But Jay, who you got? I think I know who Jay going with. This may be a little ludicrous. Are we sleeping on Usain Bolt a little bit, guys? I mean, this man won gold. The only athlete to ever win the 100 and 200 in three straight Olympics, 08, 2012, and then again in 2016. No one else has ever done that. To be the world's fastest man for eight years straight, like that is not easy to do. So... And, and and there's something about going out on top, which Bolt did, right? Like, he you, he didn't hang around and, and just keep getting beat, you know, and, and kind of lose that right, luster. Right. He went out on top. I love Iron Mike. He, he's the only guy to me that strikes fear into another man. Like, you're going mm-hmm. into the ring to fight this guy, and you can literally see fear on these yes. guys' faces. Yes. But it didn't end well for for Iron Mike. Like Holyfield beat him a couple times. He lost to some other guys. He came back, got knocked around a little bit. So I'm good. And and just for the record, Barry Sanders is my favorite running back as well, K. Walker. But I think we're sleeping on Usain Bolt here, man. That eight-year run that he had in track and field is unprecedented. I'm going with Usain Bolt. Can't argue with that. Okay. How you say we sleep on Usain Bolt? And we love Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt was dominant in his sport. But y'all not sleeping on Arthur Ashe? 18 titles? I'm not sleeping on anybody. I'm not Jackson who didn't win nothing? You spoke. I heard another championships in your mouth. The the only reason (laughs) I didn't take Arthur Ashe is because in the tennis world, like he has three majors. Like when you compare (laughs) that to some of the other guys, like he's not that high on the list in terms of winning major championships. That that's why I didn't didn't go Arthur Ashe. But so but to me, Bolt man, for eight years to be the fastest man in the world, that's tough. Hey Jay, we're not well. I, I'm, I'm speaking for myself here. I'm not sleeping on Bolt. I'm not sleeping on any yeah. of them. I just, I'm you just taking, I'm just taking Mike. You know, no, no shade against Bolt. Like I stated, you know, his name was Hussein Bolt, and he ran like you know a lightning bolt. No, not not taking anything. I just what everything you said about Mike, how he struck fear into those opposed yes. grown men. Grown yeah. men walked in and they were snot bubbles in their nose before they even before the bell even rang. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the only reason why I took Mike. There. Well, one of the one of the, one of the main reasons. Look, why we we all know about what happened to Mike Tyson. You know the the, the self Gibbons. the self inflicted wounds that he did upon himself, and that's the reason why he lost those later right uh, 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 fights. You know, mm-hmm. you know, his trainer for a long time died and it just yeah, wasn't the same out, yeah. once that happened. So, but early Mike Tyson, focus Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson that wasn't doing all the extracurriculars outside of box, uh, boxing. We all know what, what I'm talking about here. He mm-hmm. would even know what we're talking about. Nobody is stopping that Mike Tyson. Not one. Nah. 
person and towards the end of you saying boss career he did lose a couple times but it didn't except really maybe holy it wasn't maybe Holyfield. yeah Holyfield was the only one <laughs> i mean, I mean he, he, he was kind of he was kind of <laughs> yes, in his Robert prime Gibbons when he fought the first time <laughs> So yeah, I, might, right, I might throw a was that Barbara Walters that was inter- interviewing him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might yeah. throw Barbara oh, Walters yeah. in there because oh, yeah. that was, that just wasn't yeah. his best. Yeah. But that Mike, I him. love you. Look, I don't want Mike to, to have yeah, even today, to even today, bro. This video and then you know because Jay, Jay, Mike, Mike Tyson, you, he he older, he's older now. But you seen them fight videos? He like Jay, you talk, Jay, you talk about some ludicrous stuff right now, Jay. Jay, you talk about some ludicrous stuff right now. I may come for you. I might give you one big right hook. <laughs> I love you, Mike. I don't want none of it. I don't want none of it, Mike. <laughs> All right, guys. We gotta, we, That's we funny, Brett. We got we to gotta go to break now. I'm over. I'm way over my time. It is true. Uh, she was too into that, yo. That sounded like to, Mike, too. Right? <laughs> Let's go into a break. When we come oh. back, Jake will take over and we will have talk, of course, talk more sports and have more fun. But you guys are listening to, I'm sorry, watching the sideline speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. But we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the sideline speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. Hey guys, just for the record, I was thinking about it. That last segment, the ultimate goat. I'm going with I'm going with Mike. I changed my mind. I was man, I'm sitting there thinking about it. My hands start sweating. Mike, Mike I'm, I'm getting nervous just thinking about not picking Mike. So I gotta go Tyson, man. I, I'm going with Mike. I don't want Mike looking for me. Britt scared you, man. Britt yeah. sound like Mike. I, I'm, I'm, my hands are sweating. I said, man, I got to pick Mike. I'm sitting over here getting nervous. All right. Um, let's talk Summer League, NBA Summer League, all the talk about Victor Wimbanyana. Mm-hmm. Two games. First game didn't look great. Second mm-hmm. game looked like he was much better. Mm-hmm. Let me ask K-Walk, has – has anything you've seen in these two games changed your opinion about women? Where are you now in women, Yana? Feel the same? You feel better? You feel worse? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I feel I feel the same going in. I thought, you know, it would be him getting used to the speed of the game and him getting used to the physicality of the game, as we spoke in, in our thread, is that I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. Mm-hmm. You could tell the way he, he moves, especially in the first game, that you could tell that the game was just too fast for him and he was trying to speed up and he, he wasn't able to control his body the way he wanted to because he was trying to move faster than he actually uh, he could. But I think the second game you saw, he slowed down the game. You could saw the, see the game that, that, that slowed down for him and he was able to start to pick his points, pick his spots, things of that nature, rebounding, blocking, uh, blocking his shots. Because even in the first game, 
he had some good looks. He just kept missing, like especially yeah. you know the one dunk he had. Mm -hmm. um, I just think he was just trying to rush too much. Um, I like the way that they shot. I'm glad that they shut him down. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm not jumping into the uh, to that before. No, so I'll, I'll I'll hold off on that. But but um yeah, um I I feel the same way that I did because I thought these were the things that mm -hmm. he needed to work on, especially being so young and so thin. Um, but I think he's going to be on the right track. I think he has an idea of how the game is going to play. Granted, he's, he didn't hasn't played against the best, nowhere near the best competition, but the speed is still the same nonetheless. He's starting to understand, you know, the intricacies of the game, where you're supposed to be, how fast you're supposed to mm -hmm. go, uh, things of that nature. Because you, sometimes you can go too fast, sometimes you can go too slow, and I think he's going to get an understanding of how to control um, his body for that game. Yeah, Britt, it's a social media world. A lot of people mm -hmm. after that first game were saying, this guy's a bust, you know, all mm -hmm. kind of yeah, stuff all right. over social media. What are your thoughts after seeing him a couple of times? So I feel the same. <clears throat> and I tell you this, um, I think when you come out and my expectations, if I'm going to hear people say he's potentially going to be the best player to ever play this game, <clears throat> right? The best prospect we've ever had in the history of the NBA. How the heck do we even know that without seeing this man dribble a basketball right. here in the NBA? I know we've seen it overseas if you watch the video, but here in the NBA, we've never seen it. So my expectations are automatically going to go through the roof because now I have to put him above LeBron James. I have to put him above Michael Jordan. I have to put him above some of the greats that yeah. came along and made, helped make this sport what it is today. I knew he wasn't what he was in that first game. And everything that K-Walk um, <clears throat> said is right. The speed of the game is different. And he's still going to have to adapt to the speed of the game because this is just summer league. This is not even an official NBA game, which it gets a little bit more physical and a little bit more faster even than what summer league um, presents to us. The one thing I will concern myself with is I think he could shoot every shot he should be open. He's long as heck. He's seven foot five, and I keep hearing different heights. So I don't know I what know, the right? actual height is. <laughs> I'm gonna say seven four. All right, I'm gonna put it in the middle between seven three and seven foot five. I'm gonna say seven four. He's seven foot four, super long. So he should shoot over everybody. My concern still and will always be the physicality of the game. The two differences in those two matchups. That first game, they were extremely physical with him, and you've seen it. They bodied him on defense. They boxed out. You had six-foot-four guys boxing him out, and he couldn't deal with it. The second game, they were not as physical, so he was able to do whatever he really wanted to do. Um, he was able to get the ball where he wanted to do, uh, where he wanted to get it to on the court. He was able to get those rebounds and putbacks. Um but I will say this, he has amazing instincts. He can shoot the ball well. Um, and defensively, he should already be a good defender. Like he yeah, could stand yeah. 10 feet away from you and block the shot. So, so he, <laughs> he, he's always, he puts himself in good position on the court on the defensive side. So he has, his ceiling is very, very high. He has to work on that physicality. And his ball handle could tighten up just a little bit, but I'm being a little too picky. So right. I'm still hold my opinion. But later on, and he's yeah. a lot better passer than I thought he was too. Yeah. He makes some pretty really decent passes too. It's quite yeah, fun. yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with that. K Walk, and I, I think part of it too, he's a victim, like you said, Britt, of the expectations. I mean, everyone, mm -hmm. the expectations are so high. Probably doesn't matter what the kid did; it was going to be a little bit of a letdown. Right. Uh, but I, I agree. I, I think he has to get stronger 
for sure. Yeah. And and he he knows that, obviously. But also, you're right, Britt. I thought there were some times where he caught the ball and could have just raised up and shot it. But he was trying to go into the lane and do stuff, and it didn't really work out. So, And he'll learn that. I mean, the thing about Summer League is you got a lot of guys out there trying to get theirs. Yeah. It's not necessarily a bunch of guys playing team basketball. So you got to think when, when he gets in that Spurs system with Popovich on the bench, mm-hmm. they're going to figure out ways to get him the ball in the right spots on the floor. So I think he's going to be fine. Um but I, I do think he is a, a victim of some of the expectations. Now, Britt, they decided to shut him down. He's not going to mm-hmm. play anymore the rest of the summer. Do you think that's the right call, or, or would you rather yeah. have seen him continue to play? As much as I would love to see him continue to play, I mean, it's summer league, guys. I don't know how much more we want to see out of him in summer league. Like, these guys are even trying to make the team, let alone would they even play if, if they make the uh if they make the team, not not Victor or you know some of the top draft picks, we know they made. Right. I'm talking about you know the undrafted guys or players that come from the G League. So it's just like mm, he don't really need to play. Let's make sure he stays healthy for the regular season. Um, I think a couple times he was hobbling a little bit, and it could be part of the physical the physical aspect of the game that impacted him just slightly. And that's why he has to get stronger. He has to eat. But then you got to be careful at the same time because you don't want him to put on too much weight because then it may slow him down. Right. So, but he has effective trainers. I'm pretty sure they they understand. So, I'm not mad at the situation. Summer league is just summer league. Let's roll him into the the uh, regular season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think you're right, but there was a few times like I saw him get bumped and he'd like mm-hmm. grab his arm and right. hold his hip a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the strength thing and the yeah. physicality is definitely going to be an issue. But K-Walk, what did you think when, when you heard they decided to shut him down? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good move, to be honest with you, because I was going to say exactly what Britt said for the most part is that, you know, you're, pl- you're playing against guys who aren't you're not going to play with for the majority of the season. You're not even going to play for the coaches that you're, you're you know, that are coaching you. You're not going to be playing. It's pretty much the same system. But like you kind of alluded to, Jay, is that these guys are, you know, they're all about them. They want to get theirs, uh, to use your term there. And, you know, it's not going to be a team. It's not going to be a team sport. This guys is going to go one-on-one. They want to prove their worth there. If he goes up, they want to see if they can block his shot, and he'll probably take an inadvertent elbow or a hand to the face or whatever the case may be. Uh, so one guy dunk on him, you know, just to show that, you know, hey, listen, if I could dunk on a seven-foot – We'll use Britney's uh, Brit size uh, seven four um, that I could dunk on anybody. So um, yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was it was excellent for them to do that. I think they start to they'll, they'll break it down as far as between those two games. You know what he did uh, differently in game two than he did in game one. Or uh, this is where you have to improve. Let's get into the weight room. It's, but, you know, I think it has to be more muscle than anything, because when you're 19 years old and you're that skinny, because I was that mm-hmm. skinny when I was 19 and it was hard for me to put on weight. I tried everything, yeah. man. I ate a whole pizza, a cake. And it's just hard to, when you got a, a, you yeah. know, a fast metabolism, it's right. just not going to jump right on you. So you got to get into the he definitely got to get into the weight room. Um, if he puts on if he gets into the weight room and he gets stronger, I think, you know, he'll obviously put on uh, put on pounds because we all know a muscle weighs uh more than fat. So I, I think right. he just has to focus on, you know, eating right, like Brittany mentioned, uh, like Britt mentioned, and uh, I think getting into the weight room as well. Feed the muscles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's fast forward. And when they hand out the rookie of the year trophy ooh, ooh. after the season, Dang, is his man. is his name gonna be on it, K Walk? 
Yeah, I know, right? Uh, who we got? Brandon <laughs> Miller. You got Scoot out there. Chet Holmgren the... will be a rookie as well because he sat out. Considered... Oh, okay. So he's, he's going to be considered, considered a rookie as well. All right. You know, it's so hard to say, Jay, because we're already dissecting this guy saying, you know, we don't know what he's going to be after two uh, summer league games. <laughs> um, wow. That, um, he plays for Pop. Um, I, I'm going to say I'll give it to him, man. I'll give it okay. to him. I think, Pop, I think because that situation and that mm-hmm. particular offense with that particular coach, I think like you mentioned, uh, Jay, They'll get him the ball in the right places. Or I think you mentioned it as well. They'll get him the ball in the right places and allow him to um, excel. So, And, plus, we're going to sit there and watch this guy, and we're going to dissect this guy. We're going to scrutinize everything he does. So uh, I think all – Yep. Yeah, I saw he comes out on top. I think he comes out on top. I think he I think he edges out Scoot Henderson from the Portland. Okay. Campus. All right, Britt, what say you? Um, Well, I'm going to say every first overall pick. I said first round pick. Every first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to him as well. Um, I just think when you look at the other guys, and I'm not even talking about their talent. I'm talking about their team. Yes. I think some of the other guys' teams are a little bit more loaded than the Spurs, and then they don't have Coach Pop. You know, right. Coach Pop, he deserved that extension that he got. I know people saying he old, but that's a, an amazing coach. You know, I right. put him – I love Eric Spolstra, but to me, Coach Pop will still always be number one. That's just I me. That's no, I agree. Me. I agree with you. Um, you know, especially what he done <laughs> – he's the only coach that could coach in the different eras. Doc Rivers right. can't do that. He, he can't adapt mm-hmm. to the different eras. Coach Pop adapts to the different eras. So I think Coach Pops will put him, like K-Roll said, in position to really succeed, um, understand his strength and his weaknesses, and make sure he wins um, that rookie of the year. And with all these expectations, he better win rookie of the year. Facts. That's not going <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. All right, good stuff, y'all. Let's uh, let's switch gears to a, a, a kind of a crazy story, an unexpected story. Pat Fitzgerald, head football coach at Northwestern, fired um, after rumors of hazing, uh, a culture. Some 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 have called it like a race racism in the culture at Northwestern. Uh, some of the hazing stories are just absolutely crazy. Um, involved like sexual misconduct all kinds of things just yeah. some of these allegations are wild but okay walk nevertheless northwestern decided to go ahead and get rid of fitzgerald what, what were your thoughts on that yeah jay first um i was like wow because they, they must have came down they must have found something but after reading it and, and going through everything they didn't really find any any significant evidence saying that he knew about it Right, but they're saying that he should have known about it. Yeah, so that's where that's where the mm-hmm. firing came in, and I agree 1000 percent um, with that because we talked about this, you know, some time back. Jay, uh, I forget who it was that we were talking about when they ran into the same situation and all this stuff was going on. And as a head coach, you have to know what's going on with each and every player, whether they're on the whether they're on the uh, whether they're on campus in the locker room, whatever the case may be, or at home. You have to know what each what each and every uh, uh, player is doing. And to hear these stories, Jay and and Britt, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to hear these stories, it's just it's just mind boggling that he didn't know about any of it. Mm-hmm. But he said he didn't know about it. And I'm not going to say he did. I'm not going to say he knew about it, but he should have known about it. So 
there's no way in the world, Jay. You you and I always mention, you know, our stories when you were at Penn State and I was at Temple. The little things, and I was at Temple, and you know, and you know, and this is a big time organization we're talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, a program uh, at Northwestern, and this guy he just signed what a ten or two years ago. He signed a ten year deal, fifty seven million dollars, and he was only two years into it. So they trusted this guy. But to me, going back to Temple, I remember getting into, you know, something or a little fight or a scuffle. And my coach called me into the, uh, you know, I wasn't even a part of it. I was a part of it, but I wasn't, I wasn't a part of it, if you know what I mean. I fed the fifth. So, I, you know, I'm, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But, yeah, they pulled me into the office and said, what happened here? What happened here on this day? On, on, on this day? So I told them what happened. So then that was just like a, a, a Friday night or Saturday or what, what have you. And they knew about it. For for something that that small, for my coach to know about it at that time, you mean to tell me that Pat uh, Fitzgerald didn't know about all of this going on? And we had players talking too. Like you had players, you know, players, you know, Jay freshmen come in there. And ladies and gentlemen, I was a little bit a part of hazing too. As a senior, I, I I did a little bit of hazing. You know, we got some guys down, shaved their head, you know, with the razor. That was mm-hmm. the extent of it. But all of this stuff is nonsense, and coaches knew about that too. So with all that being said, I, I'm not going to get long-winded here, but for all that being said, um, yeah, he should have known about it, and I, I agree with, with, the, with the firing for sure. Yeah, man, it's just very hard for me to believe that he didn't know. Like, yeah. I don't know how you don't know. Right. I don't know how you yeah. don't know. Like, like, you're right, K-Walk. I mean, there were there was a couple times I got a parking ticket downtown. The coach mm-hmm. was like, hey, man, I heard you got a couple parking tickets. Like, mm-hmm. they know everything. So everything. to think you don't know what's going on in the locker room, which is in the building, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not buying that. And I, and they did some hazing, too. Like, you're, like the whole head mm-hmm. shaving thing when I mm-hmm. was at Penn State, that was a thing for freshmen. They wanted mm-hmm. to cut everybody a ball yeah. head. I avoided it. I, I escaped yep. it. I didn't get my hair cut. But they cut out almost everybody else's. That name, uh, so that name, some, that name, man. There's some little stuff like that that goes on. But mm-hmm. like, when you're talking about some of the stuff that is in these reports, man, it's just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's really hard for me to believe right. that he didn't know or didn't hear or didn't have some idea that these things were going on. I'm yeah. sorry. I just don't believe it. But, Britt, what are your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real direct and candid with it. He knew everything about it. Don't I don't want to hear the oh I didn't know anything about it. Now I'm be honest, it's a little bit harder to prove that yeah. somebody knew something or didn't know something about it if you don't have you know plain evidence like text messages or phone calls or whatnot. Yeah. But every organization we have ever heard of where head coaches have gotten in trouble. I won't mention names, but we, we know names because mm-hmm. um, some some of those people are very beloved to us, especially mm-hmm. me being from the South Jersey, PA area. Um, <clears throat> if they got in trouble for knowing something about it, you going to tell me he didn't know about it? He knew about it. Um, yeah. He just didn't want to act on it. So just come out and be honest. I didn't feel like I needed to act on it. You know, and maybe you'll be looked at as crazy, but at least people will have some respect for you a little bit for being honest. He knew about it. He just don't want to admit it. He's trying to win that money back. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because I think they still owe him $42 million, so he he definitely wants that. Uh, You know, I don't know, man. I wish that 
haze and culture could just get out of football. Like it's really yeah. not necessary. Like what no, is the right. need to haze somebody yeah. because they're, they joined the team. Like they deserve to be there. They earn mm. that scholarship. They earn that yeah. spot. Why do I have to go through some initiation to be a part of this team? So <clears throat> I, I hope man, that this is another one of those things that kind of, you know, takes that culture out of football. Go ahead, Britt. What's up, Jimmy? Hold up. Time out. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Jay, do I see a Kansas City Eagles Super Bowl shirt on? Yeah, are you supposed to rep? I'm supposed to represent the Cowboys. I'm repping. I got this when I was a I I got a couple of these actually. You're you're either a Chiefs fan or an Eagles fan, but clearly you're not a Cowboys fan. So that's I'm I'm gonna make my announcement in a couple weeks. (laughs) Let me make an announcement in a couple. Red, he was in a Philly area uh, during the holiday, (laughs) so he had to walk around and be safe. He can't walk around no Cowboys stuff on. That's right. That's right. Oh, that is true. That is true. I'm sorry. No, no, that was all. That was it. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. K Walk, did you have anything else? you were going to say before we uh move on nah Jay, i mean just just yeah yeah no no i said everything i had to say he, he he knew if he didn't know i mean because you have these freshmen out there who are crying be, you know when something happens they're calling their mother they're calling their father they're guarding and whatever and you know mothers and you know fathers you know as soon as they hear something like this they call. they're immediately calling yeah. the front they, the football office and they're calling you know the secretary they get that and i mean can we speak to coach uh, Fitz, uh coach Fitz or whatever they call them um you know this is that or they'll send him an email or something you know some type of communication is being going on in there so he knew i I agree with you, Brett. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but after all that, you know, this I, he knew. He had yeah. to know. It's, a, it's an ugly situation, man. Very ugly situation. All right, y'all. I saw this on TikTok, and I said, let me see what you guys can come up with. Um, they were talking about that 96 Bulls team. Uh, Ron Harper, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and Luke Longley were the starting five. And then, obviously, Co- Tony Kukoc was coming off the bench. And I said, can you guys come up with a starting five and a six man and a six man that could take out that 96 Bulls squad? Okay, Walk, I'm going to start with you. Who would you come up with, man? I came up with a team, whether they could do it or not, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think they got a legitimate shot here. So um, at the point guard position, I went with uh, I went with Irvin Irvin Magic Johnson. I'm gonna go call him Magic. All of, all these guys I got nicknames. I went with Magic. Uh, at the shooting guard, I think Magic would have probably guarded. It all depends on how Phil, because they may have put Scotty on him, you know, yeah. and and or they put Ron Harper because Ron Harper was what six six. Ron Harper was a yeah. tall and long, long guy too. So yeah, yeah, he was long too. And sometimes he ran the point. Um, so I put Magic there. At the two, I went with Kobe. I went with Kobe there. I think him and him and Mike, they wouldn't have. I don't think they would have washed each other out, but they definitely would have gave each Good other matchup. business. Well, yeah. For sure, yeah, right. for sure. At the, I went small forward here for this guy, and I went, went you know, um, LeBron. I put LeBron there against Pip. I want to see that matchup because they pretty much can do the same thing type deals. I just think that Scotty was probably a little bit better on, on the defensive end because he can guard pretty much one through four. I want to say one through five, but one through four. Um, and at the power forward, I went with the big fundamental. I went with, uh, I went with uh, uh, Tim Duncan and yep. Rodman. I want to see that type of uh, that matchup because Rodman could guard the big guys and he'll give them fits. But, you know, that's because they were just dominant guys. But the big fundamental is called the big fundamental for a reason. He, you know, he had all the moves, all the right moves and, 
he was quiet, man. So I went with the, the big fundamental at the center position. I went with the dream. I just don't think the I don't think Luke Longley could have done. I could have picked any center to be honest with you, and uh, and it, it would have made it rough for uh, for for Luke Longley. Six man to take care of Luke Longley. I went with kind of a similar guy, but I just think he was a little bit better of a shooter and and more more game. I went with the Slim Reaper. The Slim Reaper. That's, that's a good six man yeah, right there. Yeah, so I went with the Slim <laughs> Reaper there. So I think they would have. I think he would have handled that. Coop coach for the most part because he he's what six eleven seven foot Coop coach yeah, was six ten nice six ten yeah so I, I went with it so again I went with Magic at the point Kobe at the two LeBron at the three big fundamental uh, Tim Duncan for those who don't know who that is at the four Hakeem of the Dream Olajuwon and KD Kevin Durant at the six man <clears throat> that's tough okay well do you think they do you think they get the W I think they could, Jay. I think they could. I think Longley is probably going to be the uh, is going to be the loose uh, uh, the loose wheel, if you will, or the, the the weakest link there. But I think everybody else can pretty much hold their own. I just don't know, you know, what Luke Longley can do with the Dream or anybody else. Yeah, man. <laughs> when I look at your squad, like I would give the Dream a clear advantage over Longley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Timmy and Rodman, like that's tough because Rodman can yeah. defend, but mm-hmm. Timmy can score. Like yeah, he scores exactly. on everybody. LeBron and Pippen, that's that's close. Can Pippen shut LeBron? That's that's a good squad, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good mm-hmm. squad. That's a good one. Britt, who you got? All right. Um, some of ours matched up, but I had a second option in case I wanted to go. So I wanted to go a little different. And I know I argued this before, but I'm going with them. All right. And I know he's AI. smaller. No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. No. We kind of seen AI in that era. So okay, seen okay. AI in that era a little bit. Um, I actually want Steph at the point. <clears throat> I want more Steph because of the shooting. I thought about him, Britt. I thought about yeah. him. And funny thing, my yeah. other option was I said Steph or Magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I want more Steph. Me and you had the same idea with uh, Kobe. Mm-hmm. So I put Kobe at the two. I figured Kobe and MJ could go head to head, and that would be mm-hmm. ooh, crazy. Right. Yep. At the three, I want a little bit different. I feel like he's super underrated in this game. I went with Tracy McGrady. Okay. Um, two-way, okay. two-way player. He could play defense, and he's very tough to defend on offensive side of the ball. At the four, I went a little different. Another two-way guy, tough, and I think he's just as gritty, if not grittier, than Dennis Rodman. The big ticket. KG, yeah. Kevin Garnett. I went with Kevin Garnett. That's a good call. Um, The center was a little tough. I was torn between two, but I'm going to keep him. I'm going to keep him. Um, Hakeem, I went with the dream also. It it was just too hard not to go with the dream. My other option was Shaq. You know, and then I, you know, I was like, but either or, I want want a little bit more shooting. I want a little bit more shooting. Defense, they both play defense. And the sixth man, I went with a actual traditional six man. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know we could go outside. I didn't know we could okay. use a starter. But I was like, although he's small, he's probably one of the best and one six mans ever. And that's Lou Williams. I went with Lou Williams coming off the bench. Okay. Lou. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's tough. I like that. I like that. Because I thought about using Shaq, too, but I just didn't know how well he would pair like with another big four. Right. Like if you got mm-hmm. two big guys down there, right, right. I didn't know how that would work out. But I like the call for Steph because he's going to give a lot of uh, floor spacing there, Britt, for mm-hmm. sure. Ours are similar, Britt. I had Steph and Kobe as well. I went with KD because I want to see that KD-Pippen matchup. 
Okay. Those long guys. I, I want to see what that looks like. And then I also have uh, <laughs> Tim Duncan and Dream okay. as well. So I had Steph, Kobe, KD, Tim Duncan, and the Dream. And then I put LeBron as my sixth man. I, I know okay. he's not okay. traditional, <clears throat> but if I can if I can bring LeBron off the bench, <laughs> I feel like I, I got a pretty nice squad. So I got LeBron coming off the bench. Okay, man, it'd be interesting to see some of these matchups if they could actually happen because uh, that team. I think that was the team that won seventy two games. That was a seventy two and ten. Win. 96, yeah, 72 yeah, and ten. So yeah. they were going to be tough to beat for sure. And Mike, man, Mike was, it was long. Yeah, that's, long. that's the only thing. I'm sitting there looking at my team, although there's scores and I have a lot of two-way players. It's just the point guard and that six men are short. Yeah. These guys are long. Yeah. But right. the good thing with Steph is he'll, he'll shoot it as soon as he comes off the bench. So right. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> right. All, right. <laughs> All right. Good stuff there, guys. Let's do this. Let's take like a quick 30-second break. And then when we come back, K-Walk will do his one ticket and his Who Am I segment. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Your inside never had it so good sports radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the Sideline Speaks. Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the show where we turn it over to K Walk. He's got his one ticket for us tonight and also his Who Am I segment. K Walk, take it away. All right, appreciate it, guy. Appreciate it, guys. As you know, uh, one ticket. I give you four events, one ticket. You tell me which uh, which uh, event you're going to use that ticket for. Uh, Britt, I'll start with you tonight. Um, we got the dunk contest. This is all fictional for the ladies and gentlemen. This mm-hmm. one is fictional, but I, I think it's a go. I, want, I definitely want to hear what Britt has to say about this one. But um, the first one, we got dunk contest, and the participants are LeBron James, John Morant, Zion Williamson, and Mac McClung. <laughs> the second event, we got the Home Run Derby. The participants are Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, Ken Griffey Jr., and Babe Ruth. The third event, we got the three-point shooting contest. We got the participants are Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Steph Curry, and Larry Bird. And the fourth is, I kind of created this. This is actually not a, an event or a competition, but I'm going to create it just for the sake of all-star break here, uh, MLB all-star break. I'm going to call it the stolen base competition. <laughs> Basically what it is is how fast you can uh, you can run the base. You can steal from uh, first to second, second to third, and third to home. And the participants are, and this is time, lady, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got Lou Brock. We got Ricky Henderson. You got Kenny Lofton and the Wizard, Ozzy Smith. Those four events. Britt, again, I'll start with you on this one. Which what, what ticket are you using that one? Uh that that event for? 
I'm, I'm sorry, the home run it was Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and who are the other two? I'm sorry, Ken Griffey Jr. Oof, okay. And the babe. What was the last one? It froze. Did I oh, I'm sorry, the, the, the babe. Babe Ruth. Oh, Babe Ruth, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, um... That three point contest would be something ridiculous. Um, yeah. Let me ask you a question. That, uh-huh. Dunk contest. Which era are we in? Are we in today's era? Or are we? In- yeah. For these, these are all guys that are in today's yeah, era. I guess. All these guys all are right. still playing. All these guys are still playing or active. Nah, I guess that's not the smartest question to ask. Now I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking about it. Um, it's like I want to see the dunk contest. I just, I know Mac McClellan was creative. I just don't know how creative the other guys can be. That's why I'm saying. That's why I threw I'm them not, in there because we've never seen them dunk in the contest. We've seen them dunk right. in the, in the and game. I, and I just don't, and I, I just have that high expectation that's just going to fall flat to the ground. Gonna let me, it's going to let you down. And it's going to let me down, be disappointed. <laughs> like we've been disappointed the last five years, maybe except maybe one or two in there. Um, the stolen base competition. I'm gonna be honest with you, K-Rock. I don't know half those guys outside of Ozzy Smith. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Oh, wow. You don't know Ricky Henderson? Oh, wait, wow. wait. Um, you know Ricky Henderson. Okay, um, my bad. I don't know okay. Kenny. Who did you say, Kenny? Kenny Lofton. You know I don't know Kenny Lofton. Lofton. Oh, and I heard okay. of Luke Brock, but I don't know too familiar with him. Um, oh, okay. So that's automatically out for me just because of that. Okay, him. fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm torn between that three point contest and a home run. As much as I love basketball, I got I want to see that home run. I want to be in the crowd trying to catch the balls, although mm-hmm. I'm scared when the baseball, every time I go to the game, I cover my face. Mm-hmm. I want to try to catch, like, to see Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. whether he's on that stuff or he's not. Uh. Hank Aaron. <laughs> uh, I, oh, well, Barry Bonds is technically the leader, but Hank Aaron mm-hmm. probably should be the leader, right? Right. Ken Griffey Jr., who was one of my favorite baseball players, in the old school Babe Ruth, I think that competition would just be crazy, especially if they played the way they play it now. Right. I got to I gotta go see that home run derby. I have to see that home run derby. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good job. Jay, what say you? <clears throat> it's tough, man. I, I think I can get rid of the stolen base. I, I, can, I can live without that. The dunk contest is intriguing, but I think Britt is right. I would be let down, I think. I just don't know what else, what dunks we could see that would really make me want to get out of my seat. But man, the derby and the three point, that's tough. Because everything Mm -hmm. Britt said about the home run derby is true. But can you imagine seeing Ray Allen, Reggie, Steph, and Larry Bird go at it in a three point contest? Man, that, that would be something. And the three point contest to me, is a little bit more watchable if that makes sense. Right. I like the right. home run derby. I'm I'm watching them swing and then I'm trying to see if the ball actually made it over <laughs> or not. So it's it's tough. Um I think I'm going to take the three-point contest only because it's a okay. little bit more watchable and I want to see Steph and Larry all four of those guys are, are just great shooters, man. Yeah. But I understand Understand why Brit chose home run. I mean, it's it's almost yeah. neck and neck for me, but I'm gonna take it the is. three point slight edge on a three point. Yeah, man, I, I I'm with both of you here. Um, you know, I narrowed it down to uh, the home run derby and a three point contest as well. These names 
and you just look at them and how fluid they were, especially in the three-point contest, how fluid mm-hmm. they were with Larry Larry holding his hand up that one time when he knew the ball was going in on that last shot. I, I think I'm going to agree with you, Jay, slightly. This is a slight one, Britt. I mean, I, I, Jay, uh, but Britt, I love the home run derby. I picked those guys for a reason. They're the they're not the all-time. Barry's up there. Hank Aaron's up there. Ken Griffey's in the top, I think, top 10. And Babe Ruth's in the top 10 as mm-hmm. well, top five. So I went with the three-point contest there, ladies and gentlemen, as well. I, w- I really want to see where Ray, because they're some of the smoothest shooters to ever play the game, uh, for sure. Yeah. So good stuff there, yeah, well, guys. Let me good ask stuff. you this, man. I don't uh, yeah. I don't mean to hijack a second, but I got to know what you think it's about good. this. Cool. And which one of those <laughs> Which one of those four hitters, man, which one of those guys would you say is the best hitter Ooh. out of those the best four hitter. that you put on? Yeah, not the not the nicest swing because I think a lot of people okay. say Ken Griffey Jr. has Ken the Griffey. sweetest swing yeah. in baseball. But which one is the best hitter? Like home run hitter, or just just pure, just hitter, just just, a base hitter. Ba- just at just bat on ball, best right. hitter. Whether it's going out of the park or yeah, you know whatever the case may be. I I'm yeah, leaning I, towards Barry Bonds on that, but I have very okay. limited. You know, okay, but I would probably lean bonds there. But Woody, I want to know what y'all think. See, I, I, Brie, you want to answer this first, or you want me to go first? It's up to you. Uh, that's I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the OG on this one. I'm going with the OG, not that old of a G. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the next, I think it's the next OG. I don't think they're, I gotta go with Hank Aaron. Like, he, okay. he, I mean, Aaron Hank. Not yeah. Barry Bonds, but we we, we kind of know what happened with Barry Bonds. But let's right, be real. Exactly. Like right. Hank Aaron did it the right way, flat out. Almost every hit, I mean, almost every uh, bat he went up, he hit the ball. You don't get that many home runs in the season for for no reason. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Hank Aaron. I got to give it to the OG on this one. I'm gonna go with my man Ken Griffey Jr. here, man. Yeah. He's he was a guy. He's the reason why I wear my hats backwards, ladies and gentlemen. He's the main reason yeah. why I wear my <laughs> baseball hats backwards. I love this guy, man. I love how he approached, and he probably had the just the, the sweetest swing ever. But that's not the reason why yeah. I, I went with that. It's just he always seems to have contact on the ball. Not saying these other guys, obviously they did because they they wouldn't be up here if they didn't. I never really got to see Babe Ruth other than the you know the footage of Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. All I keep seeing with Babe Ruth when I see footage or highlights of him are home runs. Um, but I got to see yeah. you know B- Hank Aaron for the for the most part. I seen some of his games um, and Barry Bonds. You know we seen I seen him play and obviously Ken Griffey Jr. So I'll say Ken Griffey Jr. Junior J. Okay. You sure. didn't okay. put if you would have put what's the name in, I can't think of his name. Oh my goodness. Uh I think he played a time around. Was it around Hank Aaron's time? Who's that? I'm not sure who you're talking Willie, about. Willie uh, Mays. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Yeah, or was he be a little before? If you would have said Willie Mays, as just as far as bat on ball. Yeah, yeah, Willie, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. not in this, so I can't. Right. Add it was him. a home run, yeah. It was a home run, Jay. You know, Jay right. changed it up a little bit, but yeah, I know. I would, if I if it was just hits, I would have put definitely put uh, Willie up there. Probably mm-hmm. put Pete Rose in there as well, old yeah, time leading hitter. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, you know, Ted Williams, all those guys. But um, that's a segment for another day. All right, guys, <laughs> let's go. Let's go here. Let's go our uh, our who am I segment. Uh, Jay, I'll start with you on this one. I'll give you the first opportunity, Jay. 
if you can get it and uh, you get it. Okay. Brit. If you can't get it, I'll go over to Brit. These, I'll do about four. These are harder Brit. than they seem. These are harder than they seem, yeah. man. I didn't realize it. I'm, 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 I'm going to make these as easy as possible. I did make some easy and I some are a little, little difficult, but um, I'll just do four here. We're pressing against time, so uh, I'll just do four here. I have a bunch of them. Um, all right, uh, Jay, I'll start with you on this one. Britt should know this one. She should know this. You should know this one too, Jay. But let's anyway. He played okay. at Temple. Uh, I, I played at Temple University. Okay. I was drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers, and I last played for the oh. Dallas Mavericks. Who am I? That's Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Final answer. Britt, you concur? Or you disagree? Or it might be that. Play that simple. Play that simple. Drafted by the Lakers. Last played for the Dallas Mavericks. Can I ask what year? No. Uh, um, You know, I'm going to just. Actually, we played right now. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to concur. You concur? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have a clue. I'm a good car. All right, you're right, Jay. It is Eddie Jones. All right, <laughs> it is Eddie Jones. <laughs> yeah, well, these are tough. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't realize these were the tough. All right, um, oh, man. let me see here. I really think here? here, don't I? <laughs> All right, let me see. Let me get it. All right, this should be an easy one. Britt, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I played at uh, University of Georgia. I was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh. And I last played for the Orlando Magic. Who am I? Ooh. I thought, well, I guess it's easy because I, I I had the answer in front of me. Maybe that's why <laughs> they're easy. For last me. played at the Hawks. No, last no. play. No, he was drafted. He was he played at Georgia. I was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, and I last played for the Orlando Magic. Oh, I think I know. Oh, I think I, I don't know. have a clue. Is this old school or like within the last fifteen it's- years? <laughs> Yeah, a little, little older than fifteen years. Yeah, this was a little older. No, actually, yeah, a little older, a little older, but not too old. You were. He's definitely old. a guy that I know. Yeah, absolutely. You know him for sure. Oh, and look at me acting uh, like I know. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know anybody who played for George. I can't think. Well, play for, I got play for the Hawks, or you know, anybody. Just name a Hawk player. Yeah, but see, the only place that I could, person I could think of is still there. Um, I don't know, Grandma. Mom, I'm just going to guess. <laughs> he right, didn't play for Georgia. That's no, all right. I, Jay, think, I think this is Dominique Wilkins. I think that is correct. Dom- Dominique right. Wilkins is the correct answer. Oh yeah, you see, you going way back. Okay, that wasn't oh, way Lord. back. <laughs> Before my time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He 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 played after you. Uh, he played after Mike. He's still playing in the NBA after Mike played. Yeah, he was old as heck, though. But yeah, oh, I got dang. you. Dang. Okay, my bad. My bad, bro. Let, let me. Uh, let me. No, let it's not good. It's not good. No, no, right. I'm learning too. So keep going. Good. Keep All right. All right. Let's do this one. I- Jay, I'll start with, I think Jay make it. It's Britt. I'm not sure now. Now you're saying that all these guys are old school, but this guy's not old school. You've heard of this guy. You know this guy. All right. Yeah, I, um, I played at. <laughs> I'm after the fact, right? <laughs> I played. At, <laughs> I played at Oregon State. I was drafted oh, by the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, now we're going to football. Oh, I got it. And I last played for the Miami Dolphins. Who am I? Chad Ochocinco Johnson. 
yeah. final answer. You concur? Brit? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You absolutely. Once right. you said All the right. Bengals and then the Dolphins. All right. See, I said some of them are easy. All right. This is the last one here. All right. This I think this is easy. Britt, I'll start with you on this one. I think it's fairly easy. I played at uh, USC, University of Southern California. I was drafted by the Chargers. And I last played for the New England Patriots. Who am I? Man, I was hoping you would have said, like, Drew Brees or something like that. (laughs) Drafted by the Chargers, last Last play for the New England Patriots. Played at USC. Who am I? Was he drafted by the Chargers? No, no, he wasn't drafted. This is tough, man. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to guess. I think uh, I know it though. I think I know it. LT. You concur, Running Jack? Back. Running back. LT? Nah. Oh, you're talking about Ladanian uh, Thomas? Okay. Uh, yeah. Ladanian did play at USC. I'm gonna go. Um, Crap. I'm gonna go Reggie Bush. I'm gonna say Reggie Bush. Final answer. He didn't play. He didn't. He didn't okay. get drafted by the Chargers. I don't know, but I'm okay. going. He got drafted Bush. by okay. the Snakes. <laughs> All right. But what's the, the what's the answer? The answer is Junior Seau. Oh, oh man! And I thought of Junior when you first said it. I was like, Junior. Oh man! That's so the thing with me is, I don't one. know where any player went in college, okay. <laughs> so, right. especially right. football. Well, so I, 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 I know, know what to do know. next time. I know what to give you next time, All right. But when you say, okay, now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. That that concludes my uh, my Who Am I segment. I'll turn it back over to you, Jay. That was fun, though. I like that, that one. Was I like stuff that stuff, Yeah, I like right. that, man. That that's Those are those are good couple good segments there. All right. Do y'all have rants, or or uh, should we just move on to who's balling? What, what, what we got tonight? Uh, Britt, do you have a you have a rant? Do you have anything? You got a rant, kid? What? Uh, I don't have a rant. I just well, it's a rant, but it's a it's a praise, but it's a rant. I mean, I, I could. I mean, I don't really have a rant, but I could say something if you want me to say something. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, Am I first? Let's do it. Who's let's first? Do it. No, let, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have K Walk go first. K Walk's got right. a praise that a rant, but you you guys yeah. know every week we want to try to do a little rant. You get one minute. To say whatever's on your mind, K Walk, take it away. Yeah, this is goes a uh, shout out, Jay. I know you're not going to like this, but to the Dallas Wings, man, to the Dallas Wings, uh, they came up the other night and they, <laughs> and, they uh, and they took down the mighty lost uh, the 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 Aces, Las Vegas Aces, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I love the Aces, man. I love what they're about. They're a little little overconfident for me. I love their swag. Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. But it was just so great, man, for those wings to trump those Aces uh, the other night, man. It was just brought them down to earth. I think that's what they needed, Jay. I, and ladies and gentlemen, I think that's mm-hmm. what the Aces ultimately needed. They got a taste of humility. They know what it's about now, man. So uh, they know that any given night, Everyone's coming for them right now. So um just shout out to the wings nonetheless. Those Dallas Wings. Look out for them in coming playoffs. But uh shout out to those guys. Those ladies, excuse me. Those ladies. All right, K Walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, good stuff, K Walk. <laughs> You're right. You're right, man. They they are a little cocky and losing a few games mm-hmm. definitely would be good for them. I don't really have a rant, but I do have like to out USA track and field. I, I was wanting to watch the USA championships. These guys decided that they were going to create an app and stream everything. 
So it was really hard to find this stuff on TV. There was only a couple of nights where I was actually able to watch some of these races on TV. Maybe it was YouTube TV. I don't know if it was on you got your guys' cable systems or not, but I had a really hard time finding it. USA Track and Field, get this stuff on TV so I can watch it and enjoy right. it. That's it. That's that's my only rant for the night. Yeah, they they Brit, they put got? on an awkward news station. I think it was on uh CSNBC or something something like okay. that. I, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why you would sit on a political news station. It didn't make that's sense. That's where the money but... comes from. The TV money. Right. And that's what Shakari Richardson was saying. Like, why mm-hmm. is this not on a major yeah. news station? So yeah. Um my rant. Um, I'm just I'm gonna come at come at everybody who felt the need to say something. I granted you shouldn't put your stuff out on public platforms. Um the Kiki Palmer and her ex-boyfriend or boyfriend situation. <laughs> Look, I'm tired of hearing about it, okay? You know, I didn't even hear her about boyfriend it. didn't like something. He was dumb for putting it out for saying how he, you know, didn't like it out on social media. But can we all just mind our business? That's between them two. Let them two handle it or not handle it, however which way they want to go. I don't care, but I'm tired of looking at social media. And all of a sudden you got women saying this, men saying this, like. Don't make me don't just just stop. It's let's just stop. I think their situation may not be over, may be over, but at the end of the day, that's between those two. So let's leave it between those two and everybody else. Mind your pretty business alone. Okay. Wow. And that's, that's it for me. Yeah. That was news yeah, for me. That's that's good. Because I've I've been seeing that everywhere I turn. I, Where I haven't really I, I haven't read a bunch of it, but it's just <laughs> Everywhere you look, they're they're talking about uh-huh. it. Okay, well, you must, so, you must not hey, well, be on social media a lot, man, because it's been. I, I, I thought I was. I thought Kiki I was, Palmer man. went to the Usher con- concert in a certain outfit. Uh, some okay. people says provocative. Basically, very her butt was revealing. out. <laughs> yeah, it okay. was very revealing. Yeah. Her her butt cheeks were showing. Her boyfriend at the time didn't appreciate it. He voiced it out on social media and said, "Hey, you are uh, somebody's wife, mother, whatnot." I just prefer if my woman not do that. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I agree yeah. with everybody that says he shouldn't have put it out there. It should have been nah. handled private. But at the yeah, same no. time, that's their business. Let them handle that situation. Facts. So. Okay. Okay. No, sir. I don't know where I missed that. Yeah. Kiki, I love Kiki. My, my, I was just wondering. Like, <laughs> I like Kiki, you, too. So. House. Like, I, I like Kiki, but I'm sorry. You're not coming out the house like that. I'm sorry. Like, no, I just got a visual. We ain't doing that. It, so, nah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my opinion to myself because I. <laughs> so, yeah, right. that's all. I'll get my opinion anyway. off there. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. <laughs> so, I'll look at it. <laughs> let's go to the who's ball one segment. Every week, we want to shout out a team, a player, a coach that's just been getting it done. And I'm gonna start. Since K Walk took a little jab at my uh, squad, I got to shout out Kelsey Plum. Because after that loss, the next game they came back against the Minnesota Lynx, blew them out, and Kelsey dropped 40 on them. So shout out to Kelsey Plum, rebounding after the tough loss, dropping 40 on the Minnesota Lynx. Kelsey Plum, absolutely balling. Brit, who you got? This is, this is just ludicrous. I had to come back and <laughs> <laughs> keep right. my ear off. He bit my ear off on that one. Right. <laughs> I had to come back and get him. Uh, look, 
I know we just discussed this and I know it was tough for some people to find it on TV because trust me, I don't understand what channels they were trying to put it on either. But I want to shout out every athlete that made the U.S. team for the world championships and is headed to Budapest. I know they had practice. They have worked hard to get there. Salute to those who made it and even salute to those who didn't make it because a lot of them came very, very close. So represent for us and go out and get them get them medals for us. So every athlete, I don't know if I should do this for balling, uh, <laughs> this for balling, that for balling, but you get what I'm saying. I'm talking you about track it. and field. You got so. it. They always blow <laughs> stuff, good, right, stuff. good stuff, Britt. K Walk, what you got for us? Yeah, we, we weren't on the last, uh, you know, last time this happened, but I'm gonna give a shout out to my man, uh, Domingo Herman, the pitcher from the from the New York Yankees. Pitched a perfect game on June 28th. Um, only the uh, only had 99 pitches, yeah, Britt, 99, <laughs> only 99 pitches. He had nine strikeouts. Um, and it's the uh, the 24th player in MLB history to do it, Only and the fourth player for the New York Yankees uh, to do it. Uh, the following game, he came back and had another nine strikeout game uh, as well, only gave up two runs. So uh, shout out to my man, Domingo Herman, for, you know, and I always said to this about this guy, his stuff is so electric, man, and it gets, gets me mad when he gives up so many hits and he walks so many batters. But to see him do that and to come back, back to back, now I think he's starting to get his mojo. So uh, uh, Domingo Herman has been balling. <clears throat> Can I do All a real quick honorable one? Since yeah, K-Walk said uh, uh, baseball, I can't – K-Walk, you're going to have to help me with the name. Uh, but the young rookie from the Reds, he stole, uh, I think, second, third, and home. Yeah, yes. De La Cruz. I gotta yeah. give, yes. gotta De give De La Cruz some credit. He, he is cruising. balling. Yeah, he is balling. Yeah. yes, he be cruising. <laughs> yeah, that, that that dude, he's electric, yeah. man. Like you, you yeah. cannot. I can't get enough of him. He's he's electric for sure. Since we're doing honorable mention, let me shout out Joey Chestnut. Another uh, hot dog oh, yeah, eating contest go. victory. So <laughs> another another win for Joey Chestnut. I think what, he what is, is not an like? athlete. I'm sorry, Joey Jaws. Joey Jaws. Man, I give him his credit. Skill, but he ain't bro. no athlete. He's just greedy the as wolf, heck. Wolf all right, all <laughs> <those hot dogs laughs> he ain't no athlete. Stop being <laughs> greedy. Get to the knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Oh. It's pretty bad. All right, y'all. Good stuff. <laughs> Let's uh let's get out of here. Britt, let the people know where to find you. If, if they want to hear some more of those Mike Tyson impressions, <laughs> where can they find you no, at? Think, and if I there's anything you're looking that. forward to. <laughs> um, that is officially retired. Make a short um, of that, Jay. Make a short of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first one, not the second one, the first one. Um, you can find me on Instagram. TikTok. I don't know how long I'm going to be on Twitter because to me, Thread has taken over, but it's all on at Brittany Monique. Um, but also, I'm looking forward to Ooh, what am I looking forward to? It's, it's a little rough. All right. Track and field is in a few weeks. Um, summer League basketball. i kind of been in and out of it, though. That's still on. The championships for WNBA should be coming up real soon. I think they actually are coming up soon, so I'll be watching that. Um, and then looking forward to training camp in two weeks. NFL training camp, two more weeks. I'm reporting next week. All right, good stuff, Britt. Yeah, you guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. I am on on Threads now as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, Britt, I'm kind of just waiting for football season as well. In the meantime, watching a little bit of tennis, a lot of WNBA, and just kind of in a holding pattern until football season comes around. K Walk, what you got? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on uh, uh, Instagram, Kevin Walker one four two. Twitter, I'm Kevin Walker at Kevin Walker one four two. Going to be getting the thread tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm signing up for that tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Facebook, Kevin Walker. Um, looking forward to uh, everything you guys are watching the All Star Game right now. Uh, American League is up one nothing. Tennis, I'm into tennis right now. The Wilmington is uh, is going. We have some upsets today. Um, and just looking forward to, like Britt said, the WNBA as well. Catch me tomorrow night on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott uh, on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The link will be on the uh, the social media pages I mentioned. Uh, check that out, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night. All right, I need, stuff, I need the National League to win. I need the National League I got, to win. I got the American League to win. What channel is it on, K-Walk? I can't even find five. it. I, I, I went five. five. I, 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 went, I put five up because it's that channel. I'm on, but it's five. It's, it's, five. it's, five, it's five here. It's, it's five here. Oh, it's All five right, here too? It. Okay. All right. Yeah. I know. You want the American League to win so y'all can have home field advantage, and I want National League. To win, so yeah, we can well, have the way my Yankees lose, well, my Yankees are playing right now. It doesn't matter who it's the not going to matter. <laughs> yeah, <ain't gonna> matter. <laughs> Hopefully, we both get the wild card. So, there you go. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Good stuff. If you're watching, go ahead, hit that like button for us, subscribe, share it. We're trying to grow this thing as best we can. We'll be back here next week, live at 7 p.m. For Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins. We'll see you next time. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.